The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Heelandtoeapparel.com Heel&Toe Apparel is all about making clothes for people who love to drive. They're all about the manual transmission, and we support that. I don't know what else to say about them that we haven't said before. They make the coziest shirts cool sweatshirts the raddest hats they have a really cool new camo trucker hat i love the the new heel and toe badge logo or i guess you call it a shield logo and those shirts look really cool and uh yeah they've been making our rally shirts for the past geez i don't even know now at this point it's like 10 rallies or something and everyone is better than the next i swear it's like everyone is my favorite shirt and this last batch is the same thing we did the sierra rally rewind and they made us some really cool shirts black with gold and uh, i'm in i'm in love with them i think i i took three of them for myself so uh yeah check out heel and toe apparel.com forward slash dwa and use the code dwa at checkout to get 20 percent off your order support those that support us check out heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash dwa check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome as well as you know giving us a little support for this uh weekly podcast we provide we also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs discounts on Things in our store like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping Wall Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name's Lane. Uh, Mark. Where's the robot voice been, Art? You've been holding back. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Huh? What happened to it? I think I'm. Um, I need to be in the right uh, state of mind, you know. And uh, oh, it is mellow, see. Art. He didn't even uh, project, really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's wearing a pink or fuchsia shirt, uh-huh. which is lending yeah. to this vibe. Goes well with you the man going? purse he was using, yeah. rocking in uh, Carmel last weekend. <laughs> did you, yeah, tell me he had a man purse. I'm waiting yeah. for it. I'm waiting for it to come back around. What? I, was, I was telling I have Brendan. a picture. Brendan sent me a picture. Yeah. Simeon, right now. What the hell's going on? <laughs> uh, what uh it was it like my boy with wooden shoes and the Louis Vuitton bag? <laughs> Grabbing it now. Uh our a, a little special clown man that was wandering around Monterey. Do you know I saw him again? No. I couldn't get a picture. Special Dude, clown I, I saw him. I saw I just, him at Pebble Beach. I wish I got a picture so bad, dude. I'm I know. Just, I got a, I got so a photo. I'm so bummed with myself it. for not doing it. It's I, like the only I thing thought, you needed to take a picture of, Lane. 
basically mm. and i had i made eye contact with this other dude and i was taking <laughs> the pic as i was gonna take the picture and i think he was like i thought he was like maybe with him and it was like weird you know so oh well, yeah i mean but you know i think it, it's ever it's part of the whole spectacle right like pe- like people like dress up so like yeah no I'm but it wasn't a- about mm, it was, it's a different situation art no, it's, I didn't know the context. Fa- it sounds like his a, facial oh features were more of a thing than anything else. Oh, it was, did he look on top like, of the fact that? Yeah. So it was like him as a person on top of the fact that he was dressed like a clown. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this man purse you got going on here. What is? Uh, what's inside? Where? Where did this come from? I mean, now you have to you have to post it for people because they 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 need something to to work off of here. Um, and of this course, is- Brendan sent me these like. Brendan sends me the fucking Vandalian <laughs> industry style, like like of the course. close up with the like peace sign and like. Look at my face. I was I was inebriated to say the least. Just uh, like oh man. Yeah, but um, that is an Oro Bianco. You like oh, that, Lane? I hate you so uh, much. Right now. <laughs> I bought that ah! in Japan maybe eight <laughs> years ago, and um, it's a perfect little little you know man purse to put like your wallet in, your camera, like just like small stuff. It's like basically like a fanny pack that you it's can like a put, wallet that you can I reconfigure. mean it's like a pocket. Yeah, you can reconfigure <laughs> it. So you can you can put it like that how I have it rocking it across my chest or you can rock it across your back. It's got all these different rock ways it. to clip on and um, yeah, it's a lovely little thing and I haven't had a chance to rock it for a long time. There hasn't been the right venue for it, right? And uh, um, I want to uh, That's Lane, the worst part Lane, of Lane COVID, appreciates right? is that you couldn't use this. Lane appreciates well-made anything, so I want I, do, him to, I, do. I want him to zip and unzip this th- this right. bag. So it's to. it's so smooth and so nice yeah. um what's that made? is it metal or is it nylon yeah we, we, metal we, we, uh we this is an it's an italian brand that was really big in japan huh uh, about, yeah, about I, maybe obviously. six seven eight years ago now i don't know um and um i was i was you know doing business there so i'm like you know what everyone's rocking these things i gotta get my own right so i gotta fit in you gotta get in where you fit yeah. in as they say or you whatever. gotta dude you gotta rock that dude gotta rock, rock it that. uh rock but, and roll. but but it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's one of those things where, as I said, you know, I, I, I texted Lay and I'm like, I just didn't have the right place for it. So I'm, I'm happy that I had the, <laughs> the opportunity you, to rock this. So we're going to have to post this, but our, our, when you text me, did you already know that Brandon sent it to me? Oh yeah. I, I told, I okay. said, okay. I'm like, can you imagine yeah, said, the heckling? No, yeah. I said, can you imagine the heckling if Lane or Warren were here right now, like with this yeah. thing? And uh, <laughs> and so Brendan's like, I'm taking a picture, <laughs> and, uh, and of course he did. A, I, I saw the zoomed in thing and all that that he did, which was entertaining. Well, I hope they were uh, they were doing that, some heckling too. I it sounds like fingers it. crossed. Uh, fingers my favorite crossed. part of it all though was that um, Brendan showed me text uh, Lane's response, and his text was, "Say it ain't so." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I also thought you like bought it down there. So oh, I was like, oh my god! Nah, dude. <laughs> dude like I, you're like when in Rome, which is kind of what you did, anyways. Right. When you were in Japan. Oh no, yeah, Radwood yeah. Art can't afford this anymore. This is this is back yeah, when yeah. I was in, in tech. You know, this is this is big yeah. bo- Boku bucks, as they say. Twenties <laughs> of dollars. So the guy that that we saw originally, Lane, with the wooden shoes and mm-hmm. the Louis Vuitton bag. Yes, he was talking to uh, Simon Kidston. Oh wow! Who we all know, and uh, your boy Balboni. Oh, oh Balboni! That Valentino. was that was the trio. Cool. There you go. <laughs> pretty pretty sweet. Quite the trio, dude. I don't know what they were talking about. Probably uh, yeah yeah. You know what type of blood they drink in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Oh, don't they yeah, have a, right. what do they what do they call that? Like when you have a a young boy to uh, do blood transfusions for you? Or what, oh, what right. What do they call that? Right. If you're um, a blood boy. I think it's a blood boy. You may, you might be right. Yeah. What's that underground like um, rich person group that everyone talks about? QAnon. What the heck? QAnon. Uh, no, oh, are you talking about the Illuminati <laughs> or something? Or like Illumi- Illuminati? Yeah, yeah. Talking about their the Illuminati. Gettys, the Rothschilds, the Illuminati, and the Colonel before he went tits up. All right. When, when uh, I used to listen to, to Howard Stern all the time, there'd be pe- this one guy would always call in and like claim he was part of the, Howard was part of the Illuminati and oh lizard. You talk he was about a this in person? your meetings. I know you talk about this in your meetings, like all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we do. We yeah. definitely do. Yeah. Um, questions? Should we do it? Uh, I sure. Think we, we've got answers. Knock them out. Can, um, can I tell one little quick story before nope. we get into it? Because yeah. it's not related to Pebble Beach or anything. Is it? Is it? Um, quick story. Awesome. Hilarious. I think it's pretty awesome, and it happened yesterday, so it's it's fresh on the mind. I don't want to forget about it. Um, yesterday, I went to drop off some parts for the BMW, which is getting worked on at uh, my friend's shop. And I had Andrew with me. I just picked him up from school. And we pulled into the parking lot next to the shop. And my car made like some crazy clunk in the back. Mercedes-Benz wagon. And uh, that's kind of weird. So I walked back there. Flat tire. Ooh. Flat. Rear right flat tire. And it was just not completely flat, but very, 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 very low. And so as I'm looking at it with Andrew, I go, ah, shoot. All of a sudden, out of nowhere... This guy, Jared, that I used to work with, he was like the apprentice at our shop before I left. He appears out of nowhere. It turns out he was finishing his lunch in his truck next next to us. He has a jack, and he's putting it under the car before he says hi or anything. So this is, I get out of the car, I find it's a flat tire. Jared runs over, puts the jack underneath the car, and he goes, what's up, dude? Like, dude, what <laughs> the hell's going on? This is amazing. He goes, boom, boom, gets the thing up, runs over, gets his uh, uh, cordless... Uh, driver, pull, all the wheel lugs are off, pulls the tire, takes it into the shop, plugs it back on the car in like four minutes. Hit crew, huh? <laughs> it was the craziest thing. I didn't even know he was there, but he saw us pull in. He was in his truck. He had his uh, lightweight jack from Harbor Freight in his truck and was like on it. It was so weird, dude. I could not have scheduled it better. It was kind of like when Eric Horton had that problem with his 944, the uh, oh, yeah. main relay went out or whatever, mm-hmm. and he came like coasting to a stop into a group of people that, you know, some other cars in the 944 and stuff, and someone had a relay like in their pocket basically yeah. and handed it, like installed it as he like got out of the car and the car fired right up. Yep. Same exact thing. So Well, Lane, uh, Lane knows that any 944 owner carries at least one extra relay with him at all times. It's part yes. of the deal. Is Lane? You do. I have one in my glove box. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. Although I have never had that. I've never had that fail on me. That's because you have one in your glove box. <clears throat> probably. Yeah. yeah. But in that exactly. situation, it was the fact that when his car died, he rolled up to the 944 with it. Like that's. And we were in about the most remote part of the rally, yeah, yeah. give or take, you know? Yeah. And so, and it's not like any store or like auto parts store is going to have that anyways. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered. You'd have to like order it or go to a recycler or someone and you has. roll you did roll up to an auto parts shop an auto i mean sorry not an auto parts shop but a, a auto shop i did for sure shop. but the but fact that the i fact didn't that even he know, noticed it it's more more than like how rad of a situation he pulled off 
than anything totally. else because he saw that you had a flat right away and he's like in his mind he's like i'm gonna l- watch what i'm gonna do kind of thing exactly and he said he's done that before for people stranded on the side of the road he'll uh-huh. just pull over and jump out with his jack and they're like oh my god i've been waiting for an hour yeah, yeah. and uh anyways it was it was great andrew got a big kick out of it and uh anyways if your neighbor is ever uh roofing um look in your uh street for roofing nails uh, afterwards because i'm pretty sure that's what it was yeah so, oh right you did have that going on right yeah yeah dude uh, that's dude, definitely so what it was i um i have a question for you guys on the jack front so i've had i have the same lightweight low profile race jack the harbor freight one that pretty much everyone that we know owns it's because it does the job it's lightweight you know and they're they're, very, they're fairly inexpensive um, I don't even know what like a better Jack looks like. Cause even the, like a bunch of people that I know, like that have like legit, you know, garages and everything else, they might have snap on gear everywhere. They also have this Jack. It yep. seems to be the go-to, right? Like, um, what is a better Jack? Like, are there, are there lighter versions that are, you know, I've seen lower profile, longer ones, like to get deeper into a car, but that are like yeah. tanks, you know, but that's not the same thing. So um, I know. Yeah, I'm just and curious. less with a longer one, you're gonna have less like pumps to get it all the way up and stuff like that. But more leverage. I yeah. think the I think the the real thing is like seals are gonna go out on any jack. So like, and people don't really want to like go and repair a jack, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, you it's kind of you like- look at it as like a throwaway item. It's like yeah, you can like you can replace your brushes on your your drill too but most people or your alternator right which people or your alternator yeah yeah. yeah. you most you usually just get a new rebuilt one or whatever and i think the jack is kind of seen as like a disposable item that lasts for you know depending on how much you use it or how exposed to weather it is or whatever you know a couple years or something when i was in the auto parts world we did offer like um other brands and stuff and there's a few that are pretty like common i can't remember can't remember the brand name, but um, I had a shop that would it was a a city uh, maintenance yard, and they would store their jacks in this like stand upright, mm. and it killed the seals. Yeah. Oh, for whatever reason, the way that like the hydraulic fluid sat in there, it wasn't as designed, and so something about that would they were constantly going through jacks under warranty. Probably you know, dried like, them out, right? Because it maybe it yeah, maybe dried them like out, the or the top like, part wasn't getting oil or something i i'm not really sure we couldn't figure it out but then we i realized i'm like you're the only shop i've ever seen store their jacks like this we've never had any other issues like it's got to be the way that's stored so not that that's like an indication of a cheap jack or anything but yeah i'm, I'm with you though art it's like what more there's certain tools at harbor freight and even if you use them a bunch they're still going to be pretty long lasting like mm. the jack i don't have the lightweight one but i do have the low profile heavy heavier duty one mm-hmm. um but it's really low I don't have the aluminum one though. Those are, those are nice too. Yeah, I have I have the aluminum one, and it's like I don't remember how much I paid for it. Maybe like 150 bucks, and I've had it for like yeah. maybe nine, ten years now, and it's still hold the seals are holding fine. It's like, you know, it, it's know. it's pretty robust. I mean, and I think it's they have a formula down. They have good suppliers for that product, you know, and they might even like because of the volume, they might even use the same one that like Snap On or some of these higher end brands. I guess not Snap On because that's all American made, right? Um, but like, um, some other big brands, like I've, I actually looked it up cause I was trying to figure out like, what are the alternatives, you know? And like how much of, what are the benefits really of going with a higher end Jack? 
Um, and there's like a Brunholzl. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Like that one's like a thousand bucks, but it's got, you know, like, like you can change the pads and like a, a couple little things that are more customizable, but it's just one of those items yeah. that, that I thought was very interesting because, you know, it's, it's a, it's something that you use a lot that is very important. That is also in terms of safety, extremely serious, you know, like serious, uh, it's a, it's something that you have to be very careful about and want a good product. And like the cheap brand is actually really good, which is kind of a trippy thing, right? Like, um, or and the, if you're yeah, using it, it correctly, works. you're just using it to jack up your car, right? You're not exactly, you're not yeah. like getting under it. So you're not relying on that thing as like with your life or anything, you know, it's like you're putting jack stands on, under the car after you jack it up. So all you need to do is be able to do that. I know I've had, I've had, I have the same one. I, I think I do right now. Um, but in the past, I've had like little shitty ones and stuff from from Craigan or wherever, yeah. and those are annoying because they're so small that you have to like, you know, it's like yeah. fifty, you know, thirty times you have to move the handle up and down as opposed to like ten or something, or right. you know, eight or something like yeah. that. So yeah, and if you yeah. look at the design, it's funny. It's like effectively a bottle jack on its side, right? Like the way that they're actually like uh, built. But anyways, yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. Um, you know, like as you were describing throwing the jack down and all that and it's just one of those things like that is a uh, an interesting tool you know that um has this interesting situation <laughs> there's a bunch yeah. of those lists of like things to buy you know five five essential things to buy at harper freight yeah i guess like ten, impact ten like things, i have some know? impact nuts that i've had forever because uh, or not nuts sorry uh sockets and you know they're impact sockets you know they're pretty like they they're built to a certain standard and, um, you know, it's just yeah. the difference of using them all day long versus us like hobbyists. That's a good that point. Once yeah. In a while. Like sh a that's, shop it's just, might want to need, yeah, like you need something that wears that's hardier because yeah. they do break. And then if you can just hand it to the snap on guy and he hands you a new one, mm. that's pretty nice. So that's what you're paying for. That makes sense. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, questions. Let's do it. Um, Bill the Lodge says, what was the crowd like during the week of the event? So uh, we talked a little bit about uh, people out in the crowd. I got some good candid photos. Um, the event. I think Harry Potter's Wh grandfather event? was there. And, the event. Um, Do we know which the, all the events. Just the week? Uh, maybe the quail. How was the quail, Lane, for people watching? Oh, it was great for people watching. I mean, that's like, I think it's like, I wouldn't say it's quite um, Concourse d'Elegance. Yeah, but actually, it's probably the same exact crowd, really. They're <laughs> but they're not dressed up as like spectacular, yeah. right? They're saving yeah. their good, their good, their crazy, their super wild stuff for a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, but they're yeah. still like bringing some stuff. They're bringing some good stuff out, you know. Yeah, when I'm talking, is there good, as many euros you think this year because of COVID? Yeah, no, so they weren't allowed in. I know a lot of. I've heard. I heard a lot of cars like couldn't make it to Concourse d'Elegance and stuff because um, basically like lost in shipping essentially um, huh. and people couldn't get over. So I think there was less euros. It seemed less. Um, yeah. It seemed like there was less European people, but there was still quite because a that's few. That's where it, it gets really weird, right? You get yeah. the, the billionaire guy from uh, Croatia. I, I was yeah, going to go with Liechtenstein, but yeah, Croatia is a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was Some of the struggling. good ones I saw were just like, um, a lot of like men wearing short pants, um, you know, Euro cut seersucker jackets, crazy colors. I've never seen so much like salmon in my life. Um, mm -hmm. And then a lot of like 
really awful shoes. Oh, um, yeah, the shoes, yeah. right? Always the... Slippers, like yeah. velvet, like Hugh Hefner sh- slippers. One of uh, one pair I saw said Kaboom on them. Nice. Um, nice. In like, in almost like Batman font, you know, from like cool. the old Adam West Batman kind of thing. And I they like were, that. Gr- <laughs> they were green velvet. Whoa. And, uh, and then he had some like, I want to say like green pants that were kind of like shants. So um, so this was uh, you're talking about uh, the the Green Lantern Lane is who you saw <laughs> basically <laughs> he was he was a uh, yeah yeah and uh, just some you know some wild stuff like that dudes where yeah I don't know it's a it's fun people watching for sure I like yeah. Shants as Shants. <laughs> as an yeah. option yeah. yeah some cargo um, Shants but I, I think the crowd they, you know it's always the the crowd's kind of a, been the same for a while but it's it's a mixed bag you know you have like a lot of you know, I oh, I saw someone wearing the Corvette shirt that you took a picture of, Warren, that you posted. Oh, uh, well, mine was a four four eighty eight. Oh no, so it was it was but that same brand. I think it, that same maybe style. it was Corvettes. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been Ferraris, but it was the same so thing gross. with the two cars um, yeah. on like a black shirt or something. Yeah, pretty, I just wear mine as a nighty, so pretty it's fine. cool. Oh my How god, that sounds awful, you know? Warren. Like uh, the huge gigantic <laughs> patches on the back, you're all uncomfortable. It's Starched all scratch- as ice. Yeah, it's all scratchy. <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do you know how much that thing was, Warren? When you saw it? No, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm guessing it's like over over 200 bucks. Like oh yeah, yeah. I was, probably I was more like, like 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the outfits are definitely a thing. I mean, uh, Laguna Seca. That's where I mean. I was just at the track, so you know, you have a lot of t-shirts and jeans and shorts and stuff because it's hot as fuck out there. But um, I did notice though, like after the fact, um, I met up with um, with some folks downtown with the Vandalay crew, and um, we were trying. To, we were waiting to get into the venue, and or we were going to Alvarado uh, for a little a little hang sesh. And uh, across the street was the Genesis party, and like it's Genesis, right? Like I thought, okay, maybe like, I don't know. I was like, I was kind of texting around. I'm like, maybe someone can get us in. We didn't even consider getting, going there. Like we just kind of, it's there. And, uh, and for a second they were like, should we just like go up there? And we're all like in like t-shirts and, you know, maybe like a casual button up. And later, I mean, we didn't, we ended up not going, but after the fact, I see like a bunch of people posting pictures like Sean Lee and Lieberman and like uh, whatever. And they're full on like, you know, nice blazer, some like um, full on suits, like, you know, all this we would have like, right, right. we would have looked like total A vest in yeah. there and stuff. Exactly. Although I did, um, 2019, um, I did go full Radwood to the Porsche Centrum party. Um, I was still, like, I went straight from Radwood there. So I was wearing my like, you know, neon pink uh, Miller Genuine Draft hat, or it might have been my rally hat, but it was like that paper, you know, that paper uh, fabric yeah. uh, with a, uh, I don't remember some Radwood like neon shirt and then um, shorts with my Nike Air Force Ones. And like, you know, everyone's like dressed to the nines. That's <laughs> totally like the weird odd man. Yeah, that's out. funny because a lot of like, I feel, uh, I don't know, the more baller move is what you did. Uh, essentially like doing what you want or, you know, like right. the guy who shows up and just like the the black like torn jeans and the yeah. you know there's like too cool to care there That's, was a little bit of that going on too the guy with like the pocket the like the, the wallet chain and stuff you know and then there's always oh, like right. the magnus walkers of the world right that are just like wearing the same grungy dirty clothes dirty hair it's, smelly it's pretty sweet it's distressed laying the clothes it's it's actually uh, really it's more than distressed dude. <laughs> that's like straight out of a 
Oscar the Grouch's he's trash can. Detergent is what I think. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, this could go oh. down a, an unethical path, but I mean, the, maybe the move is to buy the buy the clothes from the homeless, pay them a premium, right? And then you're ready to roll, dude. You're like fully like you know these guys are going crazy, like all the Kanye West shit, right? Like why make bum clothes? Why not get the real stuff, dude? Like it's that's where it's I at. Mean, that's yeah. next level. Yeah, I saw <laughs> I saw Kirkham. He was rocking some of that. Oh yeah, he um, was he was yeah. That's his style. Yeah, man, those those Smooth weird ass. ass fucking Yeezy shoes that people are wearing. They look like a. Yeah, yeah. They look like Swamp Thing would wear. Like it's like, like dude, <laughs> yeah, it's so dude. Dumb. It's, yeah, it's uh, insane. It looks know. like they shop at SeaWorld. Yeah, and mean. then they like oh a lot Warren a lot of uh, a lot of well he I know he didn't buy that in the men's section stuff going on <laughs> too. Totally, like, dude. <laughs> oh man, I was at dinner the other night yeah. and there was a group of. Uh, like wizards. I think there must have been wizards <laughs> oh, because yeah. they were wearing cloaks, like straight up cloaks. Nice. Yeah. And I'm like, I know where you bought that cloak and it damn well was the men's section <laughs> or any section. A shawl. Yeah, or or the, was it a shawl? That's where you're making your own f- clothes at that point. Yeah. Um, like they just I shop just, at the Halloween shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Spirit. <laughs> you have a spirit frequent customer card. Yeah. All right. Zach Menning says, thoughts on the new Toyota GR86. I love it. I want to drive it. <laughs> I like it. I need, I need it. It sounds it's great. kind of the perfect car. Yeah, it's kind of the perfect car. Yeah, it's, it's an it's improved perfect, version like, of a very good car. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, perfect rally car. I think we haven't driven one, or I haven't even seen one in person yet. But uh, you should read Jason Camisa's little Instagram review. His Camisa verdict, I think he calls him. And uh, you should watch his sounds... icons video on it. Oh, is that out? Yeah, it came out today. Oh, cool. Well, that makes sense. So, yeah, and that's that really good. And, uh, Mike, I can never pronounce his name, was dressed as a, a woman the whole time. So he was oh, the flag cool. girl. Um, okay. And he was like getting trying to get into the back seat, and yeah, he had a, he had a lot of airtime. So did he go full okay. um, <laughs> full mo- uh, motor week in the back, like trying to? <laughs> Like, you know, like with the awkward, like, like, yeah, they were kind of doing that. It was like them trying to get in and like, and failing and, you know, and then nice. walking away. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, it's all in the details. I know we, 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 we talk motor week a lot in here. We throw it in, but like uh, it's uh, another little details when they're in the back seat and they put their hands around the front seat and shake it for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how that shakes. Yeah, you always see how much like the seat actually moves when someone like because they kind of move their bodies around a lot, and you're like, "Whoa, that seat moves a lot." Oh, right, because it's like, "Oh, excellent bolstering," right? And then, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reasons we drive one. It's hard to go too deep on this question, but styling wise, is an improvement. I, I'm not a huge fan of that front end. I think it still is. a little bit loud, but I don't loud. think it's bad. Oh, yeah, Toyota? It's, I think it's so understated. Well, it's that, it's it's that like, intake on the below the headlight that goes all the way down to the bottom of the, the bumper. It just, well, it's like a... I would say that car is like, that's almost, the car is almost like the opposite of loud. Well, I think compared to everything else today, it absolutely is, but it's still not to my liking. Like, I would like even more subtle. Dang. Um, you just, why don't you just get that, a... Um, an, that fake brake intake that they still insist on making on all cars is just like... Well, is it fake? No, that one's real. Is I it think. really? Yeah, they talked about in the video. He said, "Yeah, that's a real event." Dude, it looks so good to me. Yeah, I think it's like perfectly like it's just it it's looks understated like a Jaguar, Jaguar F type ish. Yeah, um, it's like understated and with with I think the thing that is probably the craziest flair would be that 
that side uh that rocker panel that has like that comes out like that's pretty aggressive but but i'm, I'm fine with it especially yeah. if you add the ducktail that little ducktail spoiler it kind of feels I like really the rear end a lot it's it's cool um, I don't if, think that, if that vent is real, then I take I take it back partly. But uh, I always figure those are just all fake nowadays. It looks great in white too. I, I hadn't seen it. In it white really does. The white works great. Yeah, I um, think it's a really. I think it's. I don't know. I, I I also watched the Throttle House video. They were a little more like mad on it. I mean, they they liked it and everything, um, and they said it kind of did everything they needed to do as an up, update. But uh, they weren't as enthusiastic about it as Jason. I mean, if you watch his video, he's like, like, he's like, literally, they fixed everything that was even close to wrong with it, and they didn't mess anything up. Like, you know, like they didn't make anything worse than it was, basically, which is a hard thing to do, right? To like, yeah, um, yeah. There's always compromise to, to, f- to yeah. fix something without ruining something else. Right? Yeah, you always kind of there's that there's that. Yeah, you're like, oh, you made it handle well, but now it's too stiff, or you know, now right. now it rides right. like crap. Um, you said even the interior was uh, yeah. improved, and yeah, bigger screen. It's also like, yeah, it looks like a more livable place to be. Um, and then they did a lot of comparisons with the GTI in the video because oh, uh, they had a GTI there, and they talked about the GTI a lot too, the the new GTI. And then, um, yeah, then had the 944 there and compared it to that so Wham, wonder, are you are referring to the so the brz and the gr86 have different front ends so the the brz has a bigger intake on the bottom yeah, like brz like, is not as good looking no i agree i prefer the gr86 yeah i agree with that no i'm just talking about the big the big brake intake i hope it's real if it's if it's real then i take it back it doesn't even look like it it's just, for the brakes um but i mean I hope. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call. I mean, that's like, traditionally that's where a brake intake would be, but I don't know what it's for. Yeah. And it just seems like cars they just have to add that now. It's like you could have made it just this kind of more smooth. You're talking style about the one on the fender, right on the back of the door, like the the kind of like rocket bunny the front style. End, kit? Yeah, those are the extractor and just below the headlight, oh, that big okay, okay. upside down yeah. L, you know, yeah. intake. If it's real, then fine, but. Yeah. There's I haven't I feel seen you, dude. Ones. If that's fake, that's ri- ridiculous. It's just because then it's just a style thing, and I'm like, I don't know if that really I adds to it. But anyways, going back to the car itself, do you yeah. think that we are in a place where all sports cars, um, especially like this price range, will have fake engine noise? Ooh, I don't know. Does this one have hmm. fake engine noise? Yeah, it does. Supposedly, it does. Um, Everyone says it sounds really good. Where yeah, yeah, possibly? yeah. It says it's fine, but I'm just wondering if we have we crossed the point or will it go to a point where it's like, remember those days when all the cars had fake noise and they got away from that? Or are we like from now on, if you buy an inexpensive car with not a real loud engine, they're going to be pumping in sound in some way. Even the most expensive cars they do because, and like the reason they talk about it, like BMWs do it like high end BMWs. And they say they do it because like cars are so isolated these days. So well isolated. You don't actually hear what's Mm -hmm. coming outside you don't hear exhaust you don't hear engine so they're trying to pump stuff into the cabin because the cabins are so you know well isolated from everything yeah right Uh, right. but yeah i don't know warren that's a good question um i think it'll stay around for a while i also think uh because i think also all these electric cars are going to pump in a little noise and stuff too um yeah that i mean i kind of get that so it seems like kind of like they go hand in hand or is it fake noise on this or is it one of those yeah. like reverb off the windshield things i don't know he says uh because it says that 
That's all good. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, it's, um, can't figure out where the fake engine noise inside is coming from, but it sounds real. So, so there's it, I fake mean, noise. that doesn't it might mean be it's real. fake. That's just him coming. That's just him yeah. making a statement. But right. Yeah. It's possible yeah. that it's just piped in like they did with the original one. So there's, yeah. so right. they have the induction, like intake. There's a pipe that comes off of the intake that is then yeah. piped into the interior. So you get more of that sound, um, but it's not fake. It's just piped in, you know, because it's yeah, so it's quiet. Yeah, it's just piping in noise, so it's not fake at all. Also, yeah. same with like the GTI had a, it reverbed off the windshield, basically. Right. That and, one was uh, trippy. That one was pretty fake because that, that actually had like a vibrating thing that would, that. But um, it's still not fake. It's well, like, li- well, it's well, not from, it wasn't like. It was, so BMW actually has a track playing on the speakers. Right. That's totally yeah. different. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> like fake to fully, fully like fake thing. But um, with the yeah. with the GTI, it's like some vibrating thing that vibrates the firewall basically. So like yeah, in yeah, the dash exactly. yeah. to yeah. give it like a yeah. gurgly sound or whatever. I would, <laughs> so I weird, would always right? turn that off. Yeah. I'm so glad you can turn it off. That's yeah. great. Because um, it also made like a little bit of a rattle noise. Because uh, you're vibrating shit, dude. Sure, like, sure. I don't know. It's kind of not what you want, right? Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's rad. It's such a good recipe. I mean, obviously, me the nine forty four owner is like that. That's that's the reason I bought my nine forty four that I have now. What eight years ago or something uh, was because I drove a brand new at the time. The BRZ did just come out, and I drove one up one of our favorite roads and i was like man this is like it kind of like rekindled my want for a slow speed you know slow car fast kind of experience um you know good handling lightish weight all that stuff and then i i immediately went to 944 and i'm like oh this is just like a more modern you know cheap you know from a cheaper brand you know 944 from a less expensive brand yeah well, hopefully we'll get to drive one soon and we can talk a little more about it, but uh, I have a feeling we'll like it. For sure. Yep. Big Fat Flip says, what are your thoughts on manufacturers reviving old model names? With the announcement of the new Integra and the release of the new Countach, I find myself feeling torn. On one hand, I feel excited to see what they can do with the new tech. Think Mustang GT350R. But on the other, I feel like they're diminishing a loved brand. Think Mustang mm. Mach-E. Yeah. So I think it's all about execution, right? Like it's, you know, if it's really good, that's, then we're stoked, right? We, we, we actually, we'd like to have these brands come back. Like we've talked about Celica. We, I mean, Supra was obviously a disaster, but like, it's all about the execution. Like that, there's that association, right? It's a smart thing for brands to do, but um, they have to just do it right. <laughs> the smarter thing to do is not discontinue makes like, or models. Yeah. I, you know, it's like, yeah, so that, you kind of like one. go with BMW or Audi or Porsche, like keep the name alive, right? Like why, why would you kill off, you know, nine, you wouldn't kill off 911 and just all of a sudden call well, it yeah, something else. I think or, it's, well, what happens is a lot of these brands change their whole nomenclature, right? Which kind of screws it up. It's like yeah. the. That that's where where everything but, went to but, SX or you know like ILX and RSX, which, and, yeah, which was a Acura. horrible time, right? And yeah. then Infinity went to all yeah. numbers and letters, and yeah, and their Cadillac all, lost all their cool names, yeah. yeah. And the BMW started just lying about all, like, or you know, it was like <laughs> num- numbers didn't mean anything anymore. 
Yeah. That was um, the case in the, in the eighties too, right? Where there was that, was it a five forty five or five thirty five? that turbo diesel, remember? That was like, didn't have anything to do with the displacement, but it was like, that was know. probably the first one that did that, right? I mean, total outlier though, right? One that was the only the one, 80s. right? Maybe with, yeah. with the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mercedes started putting 6.3 on their cars, even though they were 6.2s. It's How about like, the, yeah, or the T uh, on the Audis oh, when it was supercharged? The that worst was the Audi. Yeah. The T, no, they put, yeah, they put a T and it was a supercharged. I mean, yeah. let's talk about worse being the Taycan Turbo. That is just so. Oh. Yeah. Dumb. Like yeah, yeah. use another word or something. I know. Right? Oh, it's really yeah. bad. It's right? really it's, it's really hard for it to be applied to cars, right? Because like turbo and any other product, even if it's not mechanical, like it just implies performance or whatever, right? right. Like it could be a toy, right. anything like a turbo vacuum, something rather, or whatever yeah. it is. But totally, but it, turbo chips or something. Yeah, exactly. It's just you just can't. <laughs> yeah. In this case, it's it's too on the nose, right? Like you're literally it's dealing so with the exact yeah. thing. So that that you like know, literally talking about automotive technology and you're naming all your other sports cars that have that word on it have a turbo or two yeah and then you're putting on electric cars is so stupid yeah, i know you can find about, so um, many the new it seems uh, like there would be but i'm sure they sat in a room forever and bounced stuff off like you could like try and you know it seems like there's so many words that would work better than that and it would just imply that it's like the sporty model essentially yeah, yeah. So, i think it's interesting that ford decided to use the lightning name for their electric based f-150 it does I, work I mean, that's such a cool yeah, if the lightning didn't exist before it, right. it works so wham well, i think what cool if they name. call the it's like the lightning hurricane or something right Where, like you add like some <laughs> right. kind of then then it's yeah, the yeah. performance the lightning thunder the bolt or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, um with, I don't know. What do you guys? I, I didn't see the 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 uh, not the Diablo, the Countach. But did you got looks like Lane. Started. I did. What do you think? I of mean, that thing? dude, it's it's just it's, it's an, an Aventador. Right? I don't like. That's the thing. It's like it looked fine. It looked. I think it. I don't know. It looked cool. It wasn't. It was like somewhat cohesive and like. But it seems like it needed to be more radical. It's still like, just an Aventador. Like it. Like yeah. the shape is exactly a Ventador. There's nothing. They put different nose cap on and, and rear, and then they put a vent on the side. It's not. There's nothing to it that like. It's it seems a little. I don't know. It's a little forced. Like to to just take something that already exists and change the bumpers and then claim that it's a new car. Like call it the Aventador Countach or something. Right. I don't know. Like right. or you know something like that. Like Aventador C Countach of edition or something. But yeah. to call it a Countach is pretty like disingenuous. Like it's just especially like, for such a monumental car of their brand, yeah. you would think they would really take that and. Try I would to hope do a they would save or... that name and actually make a real proto. Like, like, and this is I don't know if this is. I guess they are really going to make it, but make like a real like a standalone car with that name, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it, but like I said, it doesn't look bad. Like it's fine. It's like. It looked cool and everything. Um, I don't mm. know if it was like that. Ama- it wasn't like that amazing. And like when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, it's an Aventador. And you're like, oh, it right. says Countach. Oh yeah, it has these like side vents that are different and stuff. But it's it didn't. That's kind of it. Yeah, it didn't scream at any. Like you look at that rear view. It's like yeah, they changed the tail lights and stuff. I How about uh, Mitsubishi uh, reviving the Eclipse for their little crossover? I mean, yeah, that's horrible. Stupid thing. <laughs> Yeah. That didn't make any sense at all to anyone. I don't know what the I hell to do. You're hanging on by a thread, and then you're going to use the one kind of cool thing you have. And yeah. yeah. And then Mustang is using Mustang as, like, 
a product line of so it's more of like it's gonna be a product line so they might have like a mustang another mustang as well like a mustang truck or something and then they so i guess if that's their idea but it does kind of like it does kind of ruin it because then you're like look up even just the Craigslist search sucks, right? And like, it, like <laughs> yeah. you look at Mustang and it's like Mach E's now. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm all for, but I'm all for the 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 make, you know, it, you know, continuing these makes or reviving as long as they fit the ethos of the original car. So what about when they do something like in the case of the Integra? If they don't offer like a two door hatch and they just, it's just going to be like a Civic four door based yeah, thing. That would be it's not right. Because Integra it's was not right, a, right? Yeah, it was like, well, they had four and two door, but it was kind of four like, doors. But the two door yeah. was like the, like what the Integra was. Like it's more, it, it was the sporty version. Yeah, well, in yeah. D, uh, in that in that third generation, right? Like the first generation, like it, it's it depends on kind of, but sporty is they what had, you associate. They had two door right? in the first generation. I know, but it's like they there was the, both were options, right? Like they were they were both available. It's just like I guess you want the sporty version of of. Yeah. The, I was just thinking Type R. You think Type R is like the pinnacle of it, right? So which is the two door version? But um, I I um. I, I have to throw this in here because it's a big deal. Um, I think you guys actually didn't even know yet. We haven't talked about it, but um, we're working with Acura on some stuff with Integra and uh, they're bringing out um, a few of their vault cars to, to different uh, Radwood events leading up to the LA event. So they'll have the first generation, second generation and third generation type R there um, and possibly some other cool uh, period real-time race cars. Um, but the big deal of this all is that um, L.A. is shaping up to be the first opportunity that the general public gets to see the Integra in the flesh. Uh, so Radwood L.A. is, again, we're working on this. It looks like it's definitely going to be the case based on kind of planning and what's going on right now. Um, some other things, too. But um, so that's pretty sweet. Like, that'll be the first that's opportunity to see the uh, the first Integra in the flesh. So, Did you say they're going to have a first-gen Type R Integra? No, no, no. There's going to be the first-gen um, Integra, second-gen uh, Integra, and then a oh, third-gen okay. Type R. Um, Got it. Did they make a Type R in Japan of the first-gen? No. Is that, is that there American? were sporty versions of all of them, but they were different. Like, I don't remember. There's, like, SIRG and, like, all these other weird ones. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember. The, the, Dude, that's super exciting. I hope. I really hope it's uh, what we've been talking about, which is like uh, Civic Type R touring. Yeah. So with all the updated yeah, trends. Yeah, more grown up Civic Type R, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, I have extremely limited information and even some of that I can't share. But the the, the one thing I can say for the people that were out there, like, is it going to be a fucking electric SUV or whatever? You know, it's like not. It's, it, it's it's not. It's actually going to be like a legitimate sporty like thing um and it's not going to be an suv and it's not going to be electric um, well i mean the original one was basically a civic right so like that's what if that's what you're going off of and if that's what we're going off of they don't make a two-door civic so i think we got our answer yep yeah so and that, i yeah. doubt they're gonna make it they're not they're not gonna retool and do all that just to make an integra yeah so I, I, that i genuinely don't know yeah and and it's the the teaser profile stuff that has been thrown around um looks like a like a like that fastback hatchback kind of vibe which would i mean lends itself more to a coupe uh sort of um body style but we'll see i really hope that it is a two-door though you know like i think i really do i mean 
they have done a better job over the years of like making a four door not look awkward basically where four doors i think used to could look awkward back in the day right um and i think uh yeah. you could like hide door handles and stuff like that so yeah for sure and i think in, 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 speaking integra specifically and i'm sorry uh you know big fat flip out there <laughs> I, I do not like four door uh third gen integras i think they look way too long like it's just for the proportions of, you know um it's it just doesn't work for me and there's a, a following you know like they actually made a four door type r of that third generation and and people like the four door type r's you know they're they definitely are different i mean but but yeah, the the two door just looks so good. You know, it's just such a it, it's like such a great design. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bobby Reed with the cars says you have the chance to compete against your DWA cohorts to win a year's supply of your favorite beef jerky. Fast lap around Laguna Seca wins time attack style. You may choose any car you saw while camping. <laughs> What's your weapon of choice? Thank. So we 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 Lane and I both want that nine thirty four point five. So we do we have to flip a <laughs> coin or how does that work? Yeah, but I don't know if that's the fastest way to win your beef jerky. <laughs> Yeah, I need something faster to win my beef jerky, though. Yeah, I mean, you can go CLK GTR, right? Or actually, that, no, or that Audi Le Mans Audi winning Le Mans car, TDI. Right? Yeah, was that the... I always forget. It's like an R8 something, R8. right? Yeah. R8, yeah. But not the streetcar-based R8. We're talking about no, the R8 like, prototype Le Mans open car. cockpit yeah. uh, the, Le Mans winning yeah, like prototype car for like five years. Um, but that seems kind of boring, right? Like, uh, Or is it I an R10? I feel like uh, you guys are on the right path with something more visceral and and raw um but that's got to be the winner right or i guess maybe one of those f1 cars but i don't, I think i'd crash in like first turn why you get the ground <laughs> oh, effects I car Just... i think the ground get, that saudi car that you really like that's a ground effects car so they have a tremendous amount of traction like they're sucked to the ground yeah um, so it's just all on you on how much how many just big go-kart how yeah, many balls how many balls do you have available that day to you in my court <laughs> how many balls are in my court i just have to channel my go-kart racing days and uh, I think so. really give it a whirl but uh i don't know what the the right answer is because i do think that um the audi would be quick um, well, here, uh, this is this is a, a, a um, something that we can work off of. Did you guys see the uh, Goodwood, um, the Goodwood um, time attack shootout that they had? Not not the uh, not, no. not up the hill climb, but actually at the Goodwood circuit that they did. Um, no. Yeah. So because of COVID or whatever, they threw in like a new event, and so there was a. You should watch these on on YouTube. They're great. Um. So they had. I don't know, um, 40 cars, who knows? Um, and they had uh, Formula One cars, uh, some LMP cars, so Le Mans prototypes. They had all sorts of shit, like all, all sorts of stuff. And I think like it, the arrows um, that, um, uh, what is it, USGA? I think it's the USGA liberated car, like maybe like an 86 mm -hmm. or an 87 Formula One car. That mm. won the time attack and it was oh, up wow. against modern, like more modern-ish Le Mans prototype cars from the 90s and stuff. So, um, and it's you know kind of a similar track in that way. Where it's open. It it does have elevation change more so uh, Laguna does. So yeah. But it is a very fast yeah. open track. So, um, and the power up the hill is a big deal. Um, you have it in a form <laughs> a vintage Formula One car as well as the LMP car. So, um, yeah. I'm gonna now. He's. Yeah. I, I'm assuming he's not talking about just seeing at the campground. Because he said while well, camping, but I, I'm imagining he's talking about the racetrack. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Not in our space, like where we were camping, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I assume the, the racetrack. I, uh, I think, yeah. And I think in reality, yeah, that 
TDI is probably the best bet. Okay, the that's you're gonna that's gonna be your best bet. All right, I'll go with um, I'll go with the CLK GTR. Awesome. I want to see this race. I'll be in that F1 car. Alrighty. We'll uh, we'll probably die, but it'll be worth it. I mean, beef jerky, um, dude. Your favorite too. Any anyone you want. I know. Yeah. Well, it's beefy boys for me. I know you guys like your slimy necks, but what? I'm not, not a slimy guy. I like I like me some biltong. Right? <laughs> I don't even know if that's how it's pronounced. I just like saying it that way. He just likes like fucking up. Yeah, he just likes. Uh. What was the what was your little person's name? Uh, Oro Bianco. Oro Bianco. Look at the hands. Yeah. Gold white. No, that's Blanco. White white. Bianco. Yeah, no, Bianco is in Italian. Yeah, white gold is the brand. White gold. Yeah. Uh, SF Production Gabe says, "Have you ever eaten a fucking quail? Greasy little they're, bastards. Yeah, they're horrible and it's way too much work. Like I, I'm not a fan I of have quail. Eaten one. They oh. serve them whole. You know, they're just like splayed open. Not interested. It's a waste of time. Yeah, I don't think I've had quail. Cafe uh, Gabriella had, used to have them on on the regular. Mm. Cal Speed says, at what point do you stop modifying your classic or daily? Sound, harshness? I've gone past the point of comfort on occasion. Uh, it depends what you're using it. How are you, how are you using yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, the, the classic or da- daily is a different thing than your like weekend slash rally mm-hmm. car, right? So yeah. if you have to daily a car, it's kind of like you want it stock. Or comfy as or, possible. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Hmm. Eh, it's yeah, it yeah, depends on what your commute true. is like, right? Like, that's yeah. another thing. It depends on where you're driving, what kind of car you're starting with. Yeah. All these Yeah, things. like, if I was, if I would, if I had a commute in LA, I mean, I bought an i3 when I needed a commute from San Francisco to Mountain View in shitty straight traffic, like because I wanted Pretty adaptive cruise control and be quiet and comfortable. Um, cup holders, yeah. Yeah, cup holders, all that good AC, like I'm just chilling. Um, but if it was your commute that you used to have lane and it's all fun mountain roads, yeah. I'm not going to choose that car, you know? No, you want something. <laughs> you wouldn't make it. Yeah, you want something that handles really, or, you know, I mean, the i3 handled all right, but you want something just, just more visceral and fun. More but you still yeah. want to keep uh, cup holders. And there's some stuff you do want, right? You want good sound system. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, right. a GR86 would be a fantastic commuter in that type of environment, right? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Gladkowski says, what's everyone's favorite F1 livery from the V10 era, 1989 to 2005? Ooh, to 2005. I'd have to see them all on a uh, informational graphic to pick one i can't think i, of I mean i just hand. just because of like i don't know situational stuff i like the canon renault you know renault williams car it's really like, good i love that i love the like the blue and the yellow and yeah canon I like williams the colors uh it's just like the canon the canon logo looks rad on it like the camel like i, I don't know everything just kind of looks right um yeah i like that one that's and right. i like that really it, good one yeah, I I think that that's definitely it for me and just like time and place like um being my favorite car in you know 92, you know, during that era when you know Mansell yeah. won the title dude, and everything that, that Jordan just though like seven set. up car is killer. Oh, dude, too. it's so good. Yeah, yeah. 91 or 90? 91, yeah. Or yeah. 92, shit, I always mix those up. It's the Schumacher. No, it was not, right? not 92. 91 then. Yeah, wait, because Schumacher was in... Was he in Benetton? Schumacher was Benetton okay. in 92. Yeah. Um, so that's a cool-looking car, too, the camel car. I mean... 
Yeah, that's a great card. That's a great. I'm not the best though. I, I I'm gonna go, you know, because I have to go weird esoteric shit. One of my favorite. I can't, I don't know if it's my favorite, but one of my favorite is the first Sauber car. I think it was in ninety two or ninety three. Dark blue. No, it was like a very 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 dark gray, like almost black. But it was it was all one. It was all that color, and then it said like. Right concept by mercedes on the side or per, oh i remember the car it, it barely had any it didn't have yeah, any and then it graphics. had a liquid molly end plate like super super clean very simple like that that was such a beautiful car because it was not completely overdone you know um and it was just a salver mercedes car so like it was very very simple uh it didn't have well, it's because they didn't have any sponsors yet, right, right well i mean i think yeah. i don't know if they were seeking it out or not it seemed like it was kind of mercedes foray right like trying to like basically get into f1 and like I, they were mercedes i so think it's, it's like blue a, though dude no it's a super dark gray um it ah, fuck i can't remember what it's called is it I the don't c12 know. I'm looking at it right now look like up the, the c12 the, the sauber c12 no not the c12 I, maybe the, the c12 is like the red bull car i think um hold on um shit because i just want to tell people i mean if people go look this up i want them to look the right look up the right car um it might have been the same. Oh, you're Ferrari. looking at the first one with the liquid Molly. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. so clean. Didn't they change it like halfway through the year, though? Mm. I, I don't know. The one I know is the dark blue one. That hmm. was the Maybe Red it's... Bull car. Yeah, that was the that was a different one. Um, But anyways, that's a good one. And then um, that no, dark blue with the liquid Molly, dude. Hmm. Look at this one is the one I was thinking of. Let me see. Uh, look at your screen no not that one yeah so th there's another one that's it looks more like an mp45 but it's like smoothed out it's it's kind of like a hybrid between the jordan the first jordan car mm -hmm. and the mp45 like it looks like both of those cars melded together <laughs> so also art picking that that's like not picking a livery basically. i know it's that's what I, it's um, like not a so good, it's right. almost like the opposite of picking right. a livery right um, um so like that, that's why line. it's hard to pick Ferrari because it's just so yeah. Gonna, that's why I was joking. That's like, true. Even though the nineteen ninety Ferrari is like amazing looking, right? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, into the two thousands, I don't. Nothing really stands out. I really did not like the Benson and Hedges one with like the ugly like wasp on the front. I think it was the Jordan car. That one was uh, so yeah. ugly, and like people really liked that one for some reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah so I think that the eighties had way cooler liveries in in my opinion. Um, like mm -hmm. the Benetton one in the eighties was so rad. And then, uh, obviously you have McLaren, which did spill into the early nineties, but, um, there were so many cool ones in the eighties. I feel versus nineties, oh, nineties had some cool stuff. Like what was the, uh, what was the blue and green? Um, it has a cigarette, uh, with cigarette company with like the lady on it. <laughs> oh, wait, is it uh, the, Jeton, yeah. Jeton was like always 90, like totally blue. Yeah, like there was the like the Ligier, Ligier, 92 Ligier that had like the mm. Lotto. Um, Not a Ligier. There was also the Lotto or Lotto, however you want to pronounce that. I think it's Lotto in Italian or French, oh, whatever. What's the one I'm thinking of? I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, there's a lot of rats. Uh, so. Lane, Ben Rogan wants to know what the best food and drink was at the quail. Ooh. Um, best food was the uh, chimchurri steak. And that might have been the best drink, a specialty drink as well that I mm, chimchurri had. just in a shot glass. Um, <laughs> no, they had a uh, at that same one because there's so the quail has like five different restaurants, essentially restaurant tents, and each one has a specialty drink as well. Um, and that one had a really good drink, and I'm 
totally forgetting what it was, but it was pretty, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, that's my choice. Cool. 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 A good story, drink. dude. And some steak. <laughs> I also had Greek, Greek food. Um, that was all right. Little lamb okay. patties. Can't go wrong with some lamb patties. Um, good stuff. All right, that's it for questions. Um, this takes us right into, well, crazy craziness. We all have little stories to tell, big stories. Medium no stories. No idea where you want to start. Um, I feel like uh, Art didn't uh, get to go to the Carmel Concours on the Avenue, so maybe you want to start with what you did this last uh, weekend? Wait, didn't you guys already talk about Oh, wait a minute. I got you because I didn't go to that. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to... I was at Laguna for the Rolex Motorsport Reunion, the, the, the full deal, so we had gone to the prehistorics before. Um, I feel like they had a lot more cars this time during race the actual race versus what they had at the prehistorics. Um, but, Same uh, with last time we went. Was it? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. I had, I, I was basically back to back meetings as soon as I arrived. So I met up with um, Acura and, you know, Motul, uh, Adam of Avance, uh, some people from the drive. And I can't remember who else. It was kind of a blur. Layton House March is what I was thinking of. So. Oh, Layton House March. Yeah, yes. Anyways. That's a yeah. good one. It's, yeah. but Layton House March, was better in 90 or in 89 right that's like yeah, the, the, yeah, the cleaner sure. livery because then they added the green shit um later yeah. uh which was like bp i think um yeah. so yeah so I, I yeah i cruised around i got i was pretty rad you know thanks to acura i got like basically got up into the flag room of the hospitality suite above above the pit it's like the one right in the middle and it's nice you know because it, it's hot out there we're like you know in an air-conditioned space <laughs> with with snacks and uh had myself a nice big white claw uh the bartender actually was interesting it was a female bartender and um i was originally going to get something else i'm like you know what i'll get one of those white claws it's, it's warm out i want to hydrate a bit like jokingly and, and she's like which one do you want and i said uh i'll do the blackberry and she's like well if you got if you would have gotten the mango i was gonna judge you i'm like what <laughs> what, the hell, what the hell does that mean <laughs> Whoa. i mean you got a white claw you're already i got a judged. white claw i'm already there i, I can pick yeah. fucking cherry foo-foo pink fruit whatever. by the way i would have gone with the mango it would have been judged pretty good you would have been judged lane. Um, and dude, yeah. by the way, it was, it was like a freaking, um, like a 24 ouncer. It was a big white claw. It was, Damn, yeah, son. it was pretty stoked, dude. Uh, tall boy, baited. tall boy, right? Wow. <clears throat> Sick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we talked in as I mentioned a little bit, um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of a lot of stuff that's coming up here, um, in, in the year for Radwood and, but walking around though, um, the car that I totally fell in love with that I did not see at the prehistorics was, I don't know what year this is, but it's the early Falcon, the one that's rounded off and it's really tidy and small. It's like, is that a 63 or something? 60 like, through 63. Okay. Yeah. So that style is so fucking cool. It's like got like a bullet kind of nose, right? Like that curve shape. Mm -hmm. So super low, like really low killer race suspension on thick, like fat, wide, like, you know, wheels, like steelies on not, they weren't slicks, but they were like period bias plies. Um, killer fitment and the interior was like they were back then stock car racing right it was like a, a stock car interior with like a roll cage and like the stocks like sport steering wheel like a big old steering yeah. wheel it even had the the brushed aluminum like ornate the panel like door panels you know that they have like these inserts in them and stuff so straight up like showroom stock i think it just had like a tacked on tachometer right like on there um but beautiful car black over red interior sounded incredible um and then i think joe polo oh, actually when i was above the when i was above the pit there um 
um, I hear, hey, Art, and I look down, and it's fucking Joe DeBattista at Joe Polo. He's, like, crewing for uh, one of those 65 Mustangs out there, or 66, and um, that was pretty funny, but um, I'm, I yelled at him down there. I'm like, dude, that Falcon, because it was right next to him, and he's like, yeah, it's sick, and so he posted a picture of that, and the engine bay was actually super legit. Like, it had, like, this really elaborate intake system into, like, this air box and everything that went into the carburetor, so... Um, I don't know how successful it was in period. He was kind of like a, you know, one of the back markers, maybe back, you know, mid backpack uh, uh, and during the race. But that car was unbelievable. I'm I'm a huge fan of those cars. I'm a huge fan of the Galaxy 500s as well that they race at Goodwood. Um, yeah, like, so rad. Yeah, if I was loaded and had like a 50 car collection, I would love to have some of those in my in the mix. You know, in, with with like an with a Trans Am, um, you know, 69 Camaro or something like that in the mix. But um, that car was amazing. Um, and I also was at the Motul booth. Um, the back was open in, it was like, you know, they had, they booked, like you can book like the pit, um, boxes, uh, for like at brands do. And so I was literally two feet away from the Lotus 49, the Jim Clark Lotus 49 when it started it, it sounded way better in person. I, I was recording it. I posted a video on our Dragon Ball Awesome feed, but there were all the other race cars were also revving. So it, it was kind of a weird thing but it, it sounded insane like as and it's just funny because it reminded me of um when we saw them start the the formula one car it was like the the mercedes uh formula one car of like the 2013 or 20 no, it was the 2014 season right um at velocity invitational sonoma speed festival sorry yeah um and so like the process to start a formula one car because the tolerances are so extremely tight uh was like five minutes right computers warming things up and like all this stuff and then here it is, this Lotus 49. They just like fire it up, crank it, and he immediately starts revving it. You know, <laughs> it's a totally different. Get her thing. going. Um, but yeah, yeah, that might be that. The the thing that sucks about that is that I think that's the reason we're not seeing a lot of like 89 or you know 90 Formula yeah. One cars or 95s. Like we're not getting any of this stuff in that period, or even the the sports cars. Right? There's like this gap. Like there's all this. There, this year there was a bunch of newer stuff like and then we're kind of missing yeah. that early nine early early 90s through 2000s stuff i think you're right it is it takes a full team and uh spares are getting hard to find and yeah that's Some a Mc, real mclaren factor. f1 kind of era um, yeah where you had to use the hp laptops and all that stuff maybe yeah. you know what i actually was thinking about this after the fact too because we talked about it a little bit last week and i was thinking that all of those cars are, are Cosworth DFVs, you know, like, so like, that's something that, you know, that, that has been produced more than anything for form uh, in terms of racing, you know, like it's one of the most ubiquitous engines. And like, yeah. I imagine there are a lot more spares for those than any other, other bespoke engines that were made for these other cars. Right. So that's a, that's a big thing too. I think for both in costs, savings and just access and, and all that and reliability and all that kind of shit. But um, but yeah, I mean, I walked around a little bit, um, just ran into some people. I ran into a guy who I guess he's a listener of the show and uh, Lane designed his business card <laughs> of all things. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, like uh, Lane designed my business card. Check it out. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Um, and I sent Lane a picture. That was small world. Saw a lot of Radwood shirts, which I was pretty stoked on. A few nice. Radwood hats. Um, I ran into the guys from uh, BMW 2002 FAQ. And uh, they were one of them was rocking a, a Radwood shirt, uh, the Miami Vice one. Um, nice. But yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was it was nice. I mean, I, I got it was just like literally back to back. Ran around, took a few pictures, and um, and then I ended up downtown at uh, Alvarado Brewery, Alvarado Street Brewery, right? 
uh, so you Monterey. did not go to Legends. You just went straight to the track. No, and then met down, I just downtown. went straight to the track, and then from there, um, I went straight over to Alvarado Street Brewery and had some brews and food with uh, the Vandalay crew with Marcelo, Brendan, and uh, brews and Hushy Pushy. Yeah, nice. that was that. Any uh, any cool cars out on the street there? Or, or um, nothing, anything? Yeah, notable? I mean, there, there was. Yeah, it was actually it was pretty good i mean there are a lot of a lot of people cruising up and down and some some cool little things street parked um i posted that that starlet that toyota starlet on the radwood feed that one was pretty cool because it had the period like n2 racing kit which is um not very common you you and, and also like most of the time it looks pretty shoddy and kind of botched together like this one was done, executed pretty well and it had a cool body kit on it cool livery um it had a half cage in it two bucket seats up front and the dude responded and said that he dailies it. <laughs> and I'm like, holy wow, shit. I don't know cool. what his commute is like, but yeah. uh, but super cool looking car. He I mean, works at a, he, he's a mechanic three blocks from where he lives. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that was a car yeah. that, you know, we were standing there and there was like a F8 Tributo Ferrari yeah, thing. I don't know what it is. Uh, standing right in front of us, or sit, standing, <laughs> parked right in front of us at, outside of the brewery up, right? while we were waiting Dude. in line. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, bright yellow, whatever. And like, I don't even know what it is and I didn't care. And then like, like a block away, I see that thing. I'm like, dude, is that a fucking starlet? And we all like <laughs> jammed over there. I'm like, dude, this thing is so sick. Uh, but yeah, there was also like a, a white 993 RS, which was super clean. Uh, there was, you know, a cool patinaed out 356, early 356 and, and a few other things. Um, but a, a lot of supercars I felt like at night driving around yeah. revving. Um, that's so funny yeah. it's crazy how little i even look at that shit but um like i could care i care so little about like aventadors and all, all that wild, stuff man. right it's like yeah. even the parking lot yeah. at the quail was like full of like it could have been like the most amazing car show you've ever been to just the the, the vip parking lot um but there's like i heard these two kids like or whatever they're in their mid 20s probably and they're looking at like a uh uh not a mercy a freaking aventador sv svj or whatever and the guy's like this is the best car in the parking lot hands down i just hear him <laughs> tell to his friend and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like there's like there's a carrera gt like within eye shot there's like aston martin db5 there's like gens 962 there's like so much amazing shit, dude. There was a, I mean, even if I'm, I'm not in love with them, but a Ferrari Enzo, and and then there's like everything else, every every, you know, that old Bentley that I posted on our feed, like Bentley Roadster, so sick, like so, and then all these doormobiles right there. Not like that's like you know, like understand it won the war, <laughs> but it's definitely not not like the one you take home. Um, but you know, so much cool shit, and he picks like. And then there's a sea of Lamborghini Aventadors and Ferrari whatever, whatever's, you know, modern Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, and you're picking right, that as the favorite. It's just like, I don't know. It's I such know. a weird thing. I think that's kind of how it goes when you're that age or younger. It's uh, it's all the... Uh, oh, there was a Chiron, a Chiron or whatever right there too, though. <laughs> Whoa. Like Chironi? A Chiron? Chiron? Chiron. <laughs> Yeah. Sharona, my Sh Sharona. That you're getting thrown off. Chironi you're getting thrown off by Warren's pronunciation of the uh, of Chiron? the other one. What's the other one? The uh, 
That's the other fucking Veyron? Bugatti, the Viron. He calls it a Viron. Viron, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the Viron. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a Sharon? Sharon? Sharon, yeah. Sure, my yeah. Sharona. The Sharon is epic. That's yeah. a su- such a cool car, man. I I I know so billionaire crazy. bullshit, whatever. But if I was super loaded, like I would want one, man. They're fucking incredible. <laughs> That's more than super loaded. But the, um, this one was a great so awesome. color. Com- this one oh, was this one insane. We, it was just a great color combo. It was like dark blue with silver. Rather, like a bunch of people part, took pictures of one at, at uh, Concourse on the Avenue, and it was dark blue with this light blue trim around. You know how they have that oh, little yeah, swoopy? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it looks so lame, but this one was dark blue with silver over silver wheels mm. with like a dark tan brown interior. Nice. Like, right. It was like, yeah, it was just really classy. Yeah, um, as far I mean, as those go, they're stunning, man. Like the the details and the the, the build quality is unbelievable, and like just the interior is fucking gorgeous. And yeah, it's got the performance and everything. I just appreciate it as an engineering feat, but also like the execution is so good. Um, I know it's a what two million dollar car. I don't even know, but <laughs> it's three, like, I think, right? But, yeah, three. Yeah, I think three. They're pretty pretty amazing. Um, yeah. I didn't, otherwise, yeah, I didn't see. Anything. I mean, it was just yeah, a lot of SVJ type stuff. I mean, it, the car that I saw the most of, oddly enough, was a lot of wrapped AMG GTRs uh, with wings, mm. with big, huge wings. The, ton of those. I don't know if there was. Were a they wrapped or, or were they uh, wrapped? Is yeah, like factory matte. No, like pretty awful wraps, like camo oh, and gotcha. weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuel run, gold rush, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's what. Yeah, that's I all I got, man. That's all I got for okay. Saturday, guys. <laughs> okay, that was it. Saturday for for art skis. Um, did those guys say that Legends was good? I didn't hear much about um, it. No, they um, said it was a shit show. Uh, but you I know, was, okay. yeah. I heard words. I heard some people say it was the worst car show they've ever been to. Yeah, I oh. feel bad for those guys. I mean, but but me st- too. Yeah, me too. I mean, we you know what it's like to lose a venue him. two weeks out. It's pretty brutal. But like, I also. You know, we know how the how they operate and everything, so I don't know how the the place. Yeah, that's sweet. Oh, that's yeah. clean lane. Yeah, um, that's the lane was just showing us the Sharon with the silver trim. Um, but yeah, I guess it was just like the the staging of certain cars in places didn't make sense. It was like very ugly, like you know, very dusty black, like drab, like like you know, dusty lot for like a bunch of cars with yeah. no interesting backdrops, um, and a lot of. I guess just a lot of the cars weren't necessarily show cars, like, or show level. Like, it was just kind of, like, weird mods, you know, like... And not a lot of cars. I heard uh, some people said the venue could have been good. It's just the way they did it. Yeah, I mean, That's, it was last minute, I heard minute something too, similar, but, yeah. yeah. But uh, they were putting cars in weird areas, and then, you know, maybe it was a situation where they could only rent a certain space, and I'm sure that is the case. And that's yeah. kind of like we've we've dealt with that stuff in the past. So I don't know. A lot of stuff you kind of have to commend them for even like putting the thing together. Like since their show was their location was canceled within a week before the show. Yeah. Um, but crazy. there was a so they had food. If you prepaid, there was like a food thing um, if you signed up, you know, in advance and all that. But there was no food available if you were just there. Mm. and which i can feel i feel them on that because food is our biggest hurdle basically one of our biggest hurdles but also they didn't have water available um it seems a little bit like firefest stuff uh (laughs) 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 but you know like i in that case like you know we've had situations like that where food trucks didn't show up and you know i 
we I remember a San Francisco show, we went and bought like fifteen or twenty Costco pizzas and put a tip jar out because yeah. And I feel like they they were in the situation where they should have done something like that, it seemed like, because a lot of people I talked to were like, Yeah, I left at eleven or you know, that it you know, sure. it's like there was we're no di- food I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> I had to leave. And, yeah. So. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I mean shit. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a bummer for sure, but um I, I yeah, I I don't know what happened. I heard, you know, through the grapevine some things, but ultimately it sounded like because originally it was going to be downtown Carmel Valley, but apparently the the the, the no, town's no. folks it actually complain. was going to be Carmel Valley Airport, which is a grass strip in a residential area. Okay. And I no, just don't... I thought that was the that was just the parking for the uh, people. I thought it was downtown Carmel Valley. It was, oh, and that heard, was that was conflicting. That was reports. like parking for the people for the the spectators or spectators or whatever oh oh okay i don't know i don't know what where the actual show is going to be but that's what i where i heard last was that okay because what i heard was well, everything they the said it was going to be like concourse on the yeah. avenue so it was going to be down it was going to be that uh, downtown area that we drove anyways, through yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but it sounded like the the issue was that the townsfolk just complained and said they didn't want that riffraff it would be too many cars and it would blah blah, blah and um, you know, unfortunately people. I think that, the, that last year, whenever, I guess 2019, there was too much like madness going on over there, like with the, the people just being idiots and yeah, it kind of ruined it for help. a lot of people. And I think Concord on the Avenue might've gotten away with it just because they're so well established and they probably know the right people in town. And, and I don't know how regulated it was, what it was, you guys said there might've been, well, I know and all that, but the Carmel police were on high alert for anything, yeah. front license plate, over revving cars, all that stuff mm. was ticketed. So. Yep. They were out there. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll uh, talk about my little experience on Thursday, and then Lane can get into the big big stuff on, on the coil and all that. But uh, I kind of went back to my roots, and uh, my buddy Tom, GTO, GTO Tom, that's on the uh, intro of the podcast, and his dad, um, I met him down there in Monterey, and then I hopped in there S-Class, and we... Did our usual dirtbag uh, Pebble Beach experience, which um, we've talked about on this podcast multiple times, but you can do this uh, for free and <laughs> see a ton. So that's basically what we did. Um, it helps to have a nice car because it opens uh, it opens mm-hmm. doors for you in situations. Um, so we had that going for us. But ultimately, we were going to see the, the tour. So the Tour de Elegance, which the cars from Pebble Beach compete in or, or complete, and you cannot win best in show unless you complete the tour. So many of the cars on the tour are insane, amazing cars, and um, we picked a spot near the end, which was kind of near the Gooding tent. We were going to go to Gooding anyways, but um, for whatever reason, with COVID, they decided to change the whole route. They weren't stopping in Carmel for lunch, as they usually do. They were just going to continue all the way back to the polo grounds and park. But the route was so weird that every single person I talked to, whether security guard, police, the people who ran the event, didn't know which way the cars were coming. And at the end, they came from both directions. Whoa. And it was a complete clusterfuck. Like, regular random uh, traffic getting stuck in between the tour going both ways cars coming down a one-way street the wrong way like tour cars and having to turn around do like a three-point turn in front of us like so fucked up um so anyways i think they totally uh got their wires crossed or something but kind of made for a fun show because we were sitting there at this inter- random intersection in Pebble Beach and the cars were coming and going both ways like we'd see one go that way and then turn around and come back and and we're talking about 
the most valuable cars in existence, essentially like one-off um, 300 SL aerodynamic uh, roadsters and all this stuff, like incredible cars, uh, super cool to see. And and the best part of the tour is you get to see them moving and actually under power, which Tom was saying uh, last time they went, they were down closer to the Carmel Gate on 17 Mile Drive, and there's like a kind of a cool uphill S part of the road, and everyone would just get on it, like wow. in their 250 Californias and stuff, nice. just vroom, like fly up the hill. And I was thinking, like, they probably don't have a ton of ex- time to do that. Like, they take these cars to concours and once in a while, but to really like romp on it. And so down in like Big Sur, where they go to the they're lighthouse, they're forced and back, to do it too, right? They're forced because, to do it because normally they're like, the we hill. don't want to put miles on the car, we don't want to like ruin it. Yeah. Oh, right. That for sure. And then also, like, the last thing you want to do is ride the clutch uphill slow. Yeah. So you're just going to go vroom. And so it's like, you know, a blower Bentley vroom, blasting up that hill and stuff. It's pretty rad. That's cool. So that was cool. And then um, uh, straight away from there, we went to the Mercedes tent, which they changed it all this year. It must be because of COVID. But typically, you'd have this long, uh, like, a driving range kind of green that went down to the Pebble Beach Lodge, and that was where all the concept cars were, or just kind of like Jaguar had a booth, and then, you know, Lexus, and you'd kind of like work your way down. That was all gone. Oh. And at the bottom, they had the Jeep Wagoneer display. <laughs> I was like, hmm. dude, didn't even go by it. But um, So they didn't so do that. Was, Remember in 2019, they had that cool, like, Japanese nostalgic car kind of thing? They, yeah, that wasn't there. That wasn't there. Oh, but yeah. In place of that, yeah, in place of that was the Mercedes tent, the Blackhawk collection, and then like Kleeman or not Kleeman. What's the other one that makes like pretty n- ugly body kits for like Bentleys and Rolls Royce and stuff? One of those Mansory. Oh, Mansory, yeah. Oh, so the so Blackhawk collection was cars for sale, or yeah, I think they were either auctioning them off or they were just straight for sale. And it was uh, 540k, um, like a really cool um, Dusenberg, very like pre-war, big big dollar stuff. They had two 540k roads. Was that Bustiali like, there? No, but I saw it at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the bottoms tent. Yeah, so cool. A really cool car. Um, yeah, that's the one you shot, right? Yeah. So cool. Um, I don't know how well it did, but uh, so anyways, we get to the parking lot, and it's a pretty cool show in itself. Not quite a, like quail level, but certainly there's like a Diablo SV um, black in the corner. There's like a 355. That's kind of ratty uh, Ferrari. You know, it's just like. Cool, cool stuff to see. Um, a lot of newer stuff too, but um, that's where I saw Simon Kidston and Balboni and stuff. But and the dwarf, uh, <laughs> the elf, the real life, real life troll clown. <laughs> but uh, the Mercedes tent was cool. They had test drives going on, so you could drive like um, new G wagon or stuff like that, AMG stuff. We didn't stick around for that because the tour was coming right then. But uh, they had the new S class, um, so got to sit in the new S class, and they had the new EQS, which is the electric mm-hmm. S class level uh, competitor kind of thing. Take in their take on that. It's not quite as uh, it just doesn't appeal to me exterior styling wise, but interior is really cool. The screen is really neat to see in person. It's like full length dashboard screen, and it's um, very flush and cool looking. So that was cool to see that. Is that the, How the new S class look? Oh, sorry. Yep. Uh, new S class looks pretty good. I'd seen one already here uh, in Santa Cruz. Um, as I know, uh, this lady that works for Mercedes, she had one for a week, and uh, it looks pretty good. Um, Droopy butt. It's yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's an S580 is what they call them now. Um, and of course the interior is awesome and I'm sure it's a drives really nice. I'd love to get behind the wheel someday, but, um, it'd take a little bit for the styling to wear on me because the, the current one is so nice. I think they did a really good job. So yeah, it'll take a minute, but, um, they had my box there, um, as well. And you could sit in them like long wheelbase and all that. Um, and then they had a G63 on display, really nice one, you know, of course, but it's so weird. They use their full AMG crazy, um, like squared off steering wheel in those cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. Dude. So it's dumb. Like, dude, I know. I don't know Everything if it's an option. So cool. Dude, I don't know if it's an option lane might know, but I've seen them where they have the shift lights integrated into the top and stuff like, mm. like the full yeah. like performance. Like, like what exactly? It doesn't make like, any what is sense. Going on? I I'll didn't see if I know, took a picture. Actually, of it, I don't know. If, is that factory art? Or you I don't know. Just do that? I mean, it, it was. Like, it looked nice. It looked like it was like. Yeah. It looked like a real Mercedes steering wheel, but I mean, it's like four thirty Scud style or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll send it to you. But it's got paddles and like it's it's carbon on the top. Yeah, suede on the sides. Very like, strange. G yeah. G class, dude. Come on, guys. I know. I know. So like, so, but anyways, those those cars are so. Uh, they're cool to like look up close and like really scrutinize because they're so well built. And mm-hmm. then of course the fucking the shotgun uh, door close is still there. Oh it's sweet, so I still have that. amazing. Yeah, it's really really good. And then uh, at the end of that was um, the sneak preview of the the next SL Mercedes, and you had to sign up and then give your phone to them, and then you go into this room, like three people at a time. Um, and there it is. There's a uh, the new SL, and it was pretty underwhelming. Um, mm. They've taken that like design language that the CLS has, that front end, and it's big and it's wide and just looks heavy. Um, it's a f- cloth top now, so uh, folding power cloth top, not a hard top anymore, and all wheel drive. So it's this all wheel drive like behemoth looking thing with rear seats now, which are just like worse than 911 rear seats. There's no, there's no seat really. It's probably some insurance thing. Dude, they're know. making cars so powerful where like everything needs all wheel drive to I be know. like sold to the public. And it's like, dude, just scale it back a little. Like, so it was an SL 580s formatic, and and it was just like really kind of like lame uh, burgundy. Like it wasn't a great color. It was in a weird room with a weird lighting, and they had like these big screens with like the sky illuminated. So like put a weird reflection on the car. It just didn't look good. <laughs> like I wasn't very, very hyped on it. I feel um, like SLs, it will last like, I don't know, 50, 20 years. They've kind of gone good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, like, or not, but yeah. not necessarily like the highs. I haven't been as high as they once were, but they, they like will bring out the new one and then they'll fix it. It'll like, cause yep. remember when those, they had those weird headlights that went the wrong way and, I don't even yeah. know what year that was. And then they kind of fixed it the next one, but it's still not great. Well, the, so yeah. what's weird about this now is like all the pedestrian safety stuff, I think is coming into play with these cars and the grill is borderline. It's not only upright, it's like angled. It's like out, a BMW out. six series from the eighties. Yeah. R- yeah. And the headlights have this weird angle where they kind of, uh, it's hard to explain. Of course I couldn't take any pictures, so I'm just going off of memory, but, uh, it's, it's not amazing. It's not horrible either. I don't think it's like a polarizing, this design, but I was expecting something better. So, yeah. and of course outside they have a goal wing parked and then inside they have these like blueprints of all the like, cla- like the pagoda and all this stuff. And I'm like, 
yeah, like those are really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, maybe you shouldn't put it next to that. You know? I know, exactly. That's the like, last thing I saw before uh, I saw your new car was a Gullwing. Like, I'm going to go. That's like when Lincoln has like display cars and they have all their old, like the the biggest, best hits, you know, and then they have like the new Lincoln, whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh exactly. dude, that sucks, man. <laughs> like, you guys shouldn't yeah. do that. And then straight from there, we went to Gooding, and uh, I won't talk too much about that because that was like the most insane car collection in one room you could probably have. But obviously, the twenty million dollar McLaren F1 sitting there in a really cool color. I I dug it. I don't know if anyone, everyone else felt the same, but I thought it was a really cool color. Creighton Brown. It's a hard one. I I could never see choosing that color ever, but it's cool. Twenty years on, or twenty five years on when it's like a one of one yeah. and it's kind of like an, and it's, it's like, like interesting, you know, in that that's like that car. Right. Yeah. What color would yep. you choose your McLaren F1 in? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying like as a new car, you're- I loved it. I think it was a really cool color. It had like a little bit of like Radwood vibe to it, but then at the same time it was kind of understated. It was, and it changed colors. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm color cool. yeah it was like a like um, a it was almost like cassis but with less red right it was more purpley and more like way less red yeah. yeah more it was brown i mean technically but it had a lot of flake in it you know and i tried to capture it, it as hard yeah because yeah, in the pictures, pictures it looks way more pink it looks more yeah pink. it had a pink and then it, if it was like in a slight shadow it just looked all almost like gray just like really that's dark cool gray cool color and then um there was a clk gtr road car f40 um there's a 250 California competition, that crazy Rin speed um, 930, uh, which is wild to see. And then what else was kind of stand out? Dude, was it? Um, uh, so real quick, when you walk down the main drag there on, in Monterey and you go all the way to the end and they have all the cars parked outside the hotel there, is that goody? Yeah. No, that's RM. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because uh, out there, they usually have more cars. Yeah, I did see some cool stuff, and I was yeah, I thought I just yeah, I was there was one I was going to mention, but um, I, oh yeah, I was going to ask you. Uh, and then there was a few other barn find stuff that they had, had uh, kind of wheeled in, and one was a V twelve Cadillac Roadster um, from the thirties, and it was like I'll send you some pictures, but basically they found it rotting away in a barn, but it's like untouched, and I don't think it had been on the road since the sixties so rad like if you could icon that thing and get them to just make it run and like you know fix ride height and stuff like just make it killer awesome i mean a v12 manual two-door roadster cadillac and it just was untouched what year was that forever i think it's like a 32 i'll have to look and would you would would you by icon do you mean like you would you would um preserve the patina but just make it mechanically sound like exactly Yeah, because I don't. I mean, well, I don't know icon. If you'd, you'd put an LS nine in it. And a, yeah, and a yeah. New but getting that, getting that V twelve to run again. I mean, maybe it'd be easy. Yeah. I have no idea. But um, like the springs were coming through the seat and stuff. Uh, but the size of it was insane. Like that, it looks. If you didn't have reference next to it, you'd be like, "Oh, it just looks like a thirty two Ford," but it's huge. You so know, it's, it's I shot a a, couple, a few weeks ago. I shot for Bonhams. A nineteen, I think it was a nineteen thirty-five V sixteen Cadillac convertible. That's like next level, and that above this is one. like the biggest car I've ever been around in my life. And we had to push it because it didn't run, um, and that thing was almost impossible to push too. I bet uh, it's crazy. I'm send you a picture. Although I will say I mean, that the quality on you know, we, like 
back then that was like the height of Cadillac, right? But the quality does not stand up to something, some of these coach work stuff like Boosie Alley, or it doesn't stand up to like the 540Ks that I sure. looked, was around, or and it doesn't stand up to like the Bentley or you know, it still it still was like an American car. Like it had a lot of like simplified stuff compared to yeah, those and, cars. I mean, price wise too, it was probably half the price of a 540k or you know i don't know like i mean yeah that was i know they were really expensive yeah but yeah because like that was Bugattis like a crazy and, period of cadillac but it's true it i just sent you a picture they don't have as much to look at or enough to like as as much to like really you know the it's just they still aren't as high quality you know i, I kind of always thought of them as like being at the height you know at yeah. the same level as the europeans but they still weren't really Look at this picture I just sent you of Tom standing immediately <laughs> behind it. Yeah, that's funny. And it's just an insane car. Um, awesome. Yeah, awesome that thing's rad in person. So that's, it, yeah, yeah that's V12 earlier. manual. So rad. So anyways, um, so that was Gooding. Um, Gooding was awesome. I, Yeah, I could have stayed in there for a couple hours. Um, so we'll definitely have to do that again next year. And uh, that was rad. And then after that, we had lunch in, in Carmel. So we went right back down to downtown Carmel. And car watching was insane, like off the charts insane. Just Singer, 56, Brom d'Elegance, a P1. These are all cars just driving around. Like even just um, like you saw that that uh, Starlet, stuff like that too. You know, people with just like really well-preserved, cool cars. Um you know, a perfect 2002 TII drives by and then like uh, a Rolls Royce ghost or a Wraith or something, you know, it's just like constant nonstop, a lot of exotics, a lot of like, there was a P1 with like orange exposed carbon, which was getting a lot of attention, but it was pretty amazing. Like mm. in the sun or it was like kind of a coppery orange. It was oh, probably pretty carbon rad. Kevlar? I mean, I'm not, in... what's is that? It carbon Kevlar maybe? That's more uh, like yellowish. I mean, or was it just like Pagani, how they dye the fiber? It was like how Pagani does it. Oh, clear okay. Coat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear coat exposed P1. And then a lot of that stuff you were talking about, like wrapped um, McLarens and fuel run kind of guys. But uh, yeah, it was insane. I mean, I, we sat on a, a corner after uh, eating lunch and just stood there for like 20 minutes. And it was nonstop. It was just insane, insane. So... We talk about best car watching in the world being Santa Cruz as far as like on a regular <laughs> basis, but best car watching in the world on any given day is, well, in that case, it was Thursday afternoon in Carmel. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a, and I feel like everyone's there and like getting excited. Like Tuesday is cool, but it's still kind of early, right? Yeah. Like not everyone's there, but by Thursday, it's like the auctions previews are going on. Auctions are starting the next night, like quails the next day, like obviously everything's ramping up for the weekend but thursday is like a pretty rad day to be there so thursday is a great day and the and uh yeah i went to the um the thing at baja cantina they do like a thursday night car show cookout oh right and it, it used to be the kickoff before the jet center started yeah and that was insane dude and i, and I really didn't even look at that many cars because it was like i don't know i i i had just been I had just loaded in at the quail, so then we went back over, and it was kind of just like eating food and hanging out. But it's insane, dude. In the parking lot next door, they, they open up next door, and it's like $20 pay lot, basically. And yeah. uh, just the stuff in there was like out of this world, right? And you're It's walking, crazy, like, too. We 
like Tom's dad is a Ferrari owner and stuff, and he's like, I really want to see a Roma. I haven't seen a Roma yet. Oh, that's fun. It'd be so cool to see one. The next car around the corner is a Roma. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there you go. I didn't see any it's, Romas down there. That's a, I saw one that had a black plate on it. It I looks like so them. stupid. I didn't, they look I didn't beautiful, see one. but... Yeah, they're clean. It's kind yeah. of like a modern... I know you really like the 456 lane. It's kind of like a modern version yeah. of that, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's a classic front-engine Ferrari, just, right? But it's just it so, like, like, understated and simple. Understated um, styling, yeah, 575, yeah. 550 kind of style. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so that was kind of my the end of my week because then I had... I was thinking about going down on Sunday for Pebble, but by the time I saw the tour and all that stuff, I, had a th- I went to the Giants game on Saturday, and then... I was up super late and I'm like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm done. So yeah, yeah. I felt like I got my fill the whole weekend racing, you know, camping while awesome Tuesday, all day, Thursday, most of the day, like check car week is. Yeah. Is you good. had a good car week for sure. And then you, you continued like, I mean, you were going down. I think I saw you going down as I was coming home. Oh, Thursday, really? Oh yeah. Probably. Highway, yeah. Cause I went down in the late afternoon. Yeah. I think I saw you oh, um, cool. heading down. Yeah. I went down, yeah, so where do we, and I guess I went down Thursday night, um, helped Ali, our friend racing Ali on the Instagram, uh, load in his, oh, so I drove his Mexico. Oh, nice. So he Drifting actually wasn't down there yet. So his cousin and I drove to Baja Cantina. Oh, sweet. His cousin, his cousin drove the, the Land Rover, and I drove the... Ford Escort. I think it's a 71 Escort Mexico. Maybe 72. I don't know what year they made those. Um, <laughs> Escort with a Cosworth something or other engine out of a Sierra. Doesn't it have a huge basically. turbo on it? Has a turbo of some kind. Yeah, big turbo, like 350 horse, uh, five speed. And uh, yeah, so I drove that there. And that was, uh, it's a. Uh, kind of a rowdy little car it's um it's not how i would set it up but it's like turbo lag and and whooshy and i mean it gets so many looks and props and people were like nice car and people were like trying to catch up to me to like give me props and stuff you know nice. i mean it's definitely one of those cars that just gets so many looks and same. well it's super rare right yeah I mean, when's the last time you see one yeah seen one on the road right yeah it's cool and it, 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 dude, that car's hairy though. I was like, Ali, you drove this on one of our rallies because he did the the North Day rally. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, you fucking drove that on a rally? Like, I don't. Like, you press the gas and the whole rear end moves because it like oh, coils it doesn't up have, all weird, dude. Yeah, because it the, dude, it doesn't have any lateral links or anything or any sort. It's yeah. just like the it's just the live axle in the back with no control, right? Dude, like, <laughs> so the car just like turns left when you throttle it, and then when you brake, it dives to the right. Or when you let off the gas, mm. it's like I gotta I gotta step out for five minutes. Yeah, you guys yeah. keep going. Yeah, it's just a hand. It's a it's a handful, dude. And then steering, you have to like really manhandle it. Um, I'm sure with a little more time behind the wheel, you can get like kind of adjust to do it and like make it you know grab it by the scruff of the collar more. But I was definitely along for the ride. I felt like, um, and I was also not wearing shoes and because I had sandals on, so. I was just, you know, I was a mess, but, um, super cool to drive that car. And then we went to the load in and that was really rad because it was like perfect golden hour lighting and got to check out a lot of the cars at the quail with no one there basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was super cool. Checked out the new, um, 
Radford car, which is like Jensen Button and Ant Anstead and some other guys created that new. Like, a, uh, do you know what what the car it's based on? Sorry, I don't know. It's a Lotus like- of some kind. It's some like sixties Lotus. Um, I'm but, looking up. Yeah, is it yeah. as small as it looks in pictures? It is, dude. It's oh, smaller cool. than the. It looks smaller than the Amira or whatever that thing's. The new Lotus. Oh, whoa. Okay, because it um, looks it looks cool. It looks really small. Yeah, it's it's definitely good looking. It looks way better than the car that it's a tribute of. I think that car looks very kit carish. This car definitely looks a lot better than that. Oh, you know, okay. old race yeah. car. Um, so type sixty two is what they call the original one. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, the Radford's a pretty good looking car. It's very simple. Um, the only thing I don't like, and I know it's like, it's just a, it's, it's what stops it from being kind of beautiful for me is the rear engine cover is like very flat, which is what the old one had too. So I understand what they're doing there. Mm. It's very flat, almost like Europa style. And then it kind of haunches, it has like a little bit of a hump back. Mm -hmm. So it's minor on this because they definitely like. That, but I know I understand it's an homage to that, but it definitely stops this. Call, you know, when people call it, it it definitely stops it from being a beautiful car, in my opinion, because it's just mm-hmm. not. It's like an awkward design, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, where if you started the, um, if you started like the whatever downhill descent of the rear window earlier, and you could have more of like a flowing line and stuff. But super cool. It definitely cooler in person than. Then in pictures, um, the interesting thing is it had those uh, those wheels that we were talking about, the carbon wheel, die mags. Oh, and I yeah. thought I thought that co- company totally disappeared. We talked about it, I think, the last podcast, mm-hmm. but the carbon barrel wheels. With the metal um, centers, right? With the metal centers, and those things were, like, notorious for leaking air and breaking, cracking, and all that. But, yeah, they're die mag branded wheels on the, the new Radford. And then the new Singer car also had carbon barrel wheels. I don't know who made them, but um, so it seems like that's like making a comeback to have the mag centers and the uh, the carbon barrels. I'm guessing like Dimag's just making the barrels again for people. And then you can get more creative with the summers because, I mean, with the centers. Yeah. Um, where, you know, the with full carbon wheels, you can't get that creative from at least from what we've seen, right? They're yeah. Always like a, they're always kind of like the same design, basically. Um, but yeah, Quail, I mean, went so loaded off there, then went to the the uh, Baja Cantina party that I already talked about, hung out there, hung out with some people. And then the next, I, I drove home that night, uh, got home at like 1 in the morning, and then woke up at 5 th- and went to bed at two. I woke up at five thirty and rolled down there again to go to the quail at uh and I got there at eight o'clock. Jeez. And yeah. I parked I had to park in a remote lot, like fucking so far away, like towards Carmel Valley, towards the town basically. And uh as I'm parking, as I'm getting out of my car, the guy's like, I love your videos <laughs> or something like that. He's all, Oh, I'm a, he's like, I'm a nine forty four owner, love your stuff. And I'm like, Thanks, dude. The parking attendant. Oh, that's oh, rad. Yeah, yeah. Those are your people. Those are yeah. your peeps right there. And yeah, no, at, I, uh, at the quail, the parking attendant, that's the level you're at, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, fuck out. Yeah, totally. Um, so I got a, a shuttle over to the quail. That was kind of annoying because 
took like I was sitting in the shuttle for 20 minutes before it left. I was like trying to get there early, you know, I was like trying to get good light and stuff. Uh, But yeah, I went, got to the quail, hung out with Ali and his cousin and um, just saw, saw a bunch of people and looked at a bunch of rad cars. The new, uh, Warren would know what this is, the new Bentley that's like based on the Panamera. You know what that one is? Yeah, it's like so the brand. It, new, it looks. Oh right, right. Is it the that flying spur. Flying spur. Uh, I think there's a different name for it though. Dude, it's. I don't know. It was pretty nice, dude. I bet I saw a Continental uh, uh, convertible in Carmel, and it is such a nice looking car in person. Yeah, I was it down just, with this, dude. I was next like, level, man. Like that's like one of those. That's like Art Chiron to me. I'm just like. Give me that thing, dude. It looks so... <laughs> no, it would do everything so well, too. Yeah, and it's just like... Dude, the interior is so sick, dude. And, like, I felt like they did a good job on... It's not... Like, the wheels aren't chrome. They're shiny, but they're like a... They're almost like an old gun. They have that, like, bronzish finish to them. And a lot of the trim, they're... they're Right yeah, there. like That's a, a shot peen spur. finish, um, like, like, like that kind of? not shot peen, just kind of has a gold tint to it. Basically, almost oh. looks like titanium, like a titanium okay. trim on it, which is kind of nice because yeah. it gives like, mm. rather than having like a chrome, it gives a air of elegance, but without being like cheap, you know, kind of cheesy, which mm-hmm. chrome can be nowadays. With since it's not usually not real metal and stuff, you know. Right. Um, I don't know. It just. That was a really that was kind of a standout car, um, and then a few of the other standout things were uh, Clark's mini truck looked pretty good. So uh, what class was racing. that? Yeah, like I mean, Dude, I saw- have no idea. Yeah. Oh no, they posted it. it was like unusual cars or something. Because oh, Richard okay. Chen was like, "I found my people." Yeah. Oh right, which is kind of funny because it's a motorsports gathering, but um, he is round cat racing, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. And then they had evolution of the supercar, which was like, uh, pretty disappointing actually. <laughs> I was. Well, like, I, you said there was a Z8 in it. There was a Z8, dude. Next to a <laughs> next to a next to a nine five nine. You're like, uh, that's not the car you put next to the nine five nine, dude. Like yeah. a Z8. And then there's like, there was an there was a E sixty, is it E sixty three Brabus W two ten. I mean, whatever. That's like a really cool car, and a re- but that's not a supercar. That no. was in the the evolution of the supercar. That is no in no book in nothing would that be the evolution of the supercar. So no. and there wasn't a Carrera GT. There wasn't an Enzo. There wasn't an F50. There 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 was a lot of wasn'ts. Mm. It was just kind of a weird. There was an R8. I'm like a, like a first gen R8 V8. You're like, eh, supercar, really? 420 horse, like a car that yeah, got, I mean, that's got just beat by normal Carreras of the time. Of that, yeah, the Quail just kind of, so, I don't know. So that was their attempt at like the evolution of the supercar felt really feeble. And like, I feel like with a f- few phone calls, they could have, they could have done it. But I feel like they just let people that had gone before, like call them up and be like, hey, I got this. Can I come? Or whatever. Right. Or the people submit and they're like, I guess we'll just put that in the supercar. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> it just felt a little, it felt very half baked to me. Um, so it could have been the coolest display ever, right? I mean, you, right. Like, I don't know. There was a so, XJ220, which is cool. There wasn't, they didn't have an EV, uh, what, 110 or whatever. Or they, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was kind of, 
Yeah, it was definitely lacking. That is yeah. weird. They had Der- so, Derek Tam Scott uh, Isimi brought an F forty, which I mean, without an F forty, what are you even doing? But they did <laughs> yeah. have one, and they did have an. They had two nine five nines. What is the um, um the the I forget what it's called the the new Delta Integrale? Like the yeah, the Futurista, auto- Futurista. That thing, yeah. How did that look like in person? I know you guys took pictures of it and saw it, but um, I, I really, I think it looked cool as a two door. That's so the much. biggest. <laughs> the headlights yeah, are know, so I eBay. I I, that's the biggest thing. It is felt like, like a guy that like. It felt like a guy that built a cool car off a of Lance Delta Integrale. Interesting. Does that make yeah. sense? I, I think the two door chop is the biggest uh, uh, kind of wow factor for me. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, it's does it's that make just, sense, Art? Like, kind of like it's more like a shop just built a car. Okay, it doesn't seem as complete as like a standalone thing. Like, is there like, uh, like, yeah, like the door panel inserts are probably just pieces of metal laminated in carbon fiber and don't really fit that great. And you know, the door doesn't close that great, and it was scraping away the paint on the door sill. Um, <laughs> Whoa! It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, like the I will say the carbon on the front end was really nice, but it had those ugly headlights. So there, there's like pluses and then big minuses, right? Mm-hmm. And but, then uh, driving impressions from Derek were it doesn't drive like it you would think. <laughs> it wasn't as nice as it wasn't like an evolution. Um, it's also th- in any real it's a way. based on the stock power. It's just the stock powertrain with update upgrades and a big turbo it's 350 horsepower so it's not like some i don't know some crazy modern engine by cosworth or something mm-hmm. you know yeah. that would that warrants a three hundred fifty thousand dollar asking price that the car is mm. so it's it's like it's like to compare it to a singer is like taking a lot away from singer from what yeah. they do basically okay yeah yeah Yep. Uh, it yeah. doesn't um, seem like a car you would sell. It just seems like a project, like a SEMA car. Lane, do you think you're uh, going to go to a Quail again if you had to pay? Dude, I liked it a lot, actually. I liked, um, yeah, I liked I liked that there was, I don't know, I, I, I actually enjoyed it a lot. I've only been to the motorcycle gathering before, and that's super fun. Um, but it's a way smaller thing. You know, one yeah. food tent, one lawn. This has... A couple fairways, like three fairways, and then it has five five restaurants, and it has wine everywhere, gelato stands, you know, like like champagne, kind of everything. And you can kind of you can kind of spend a day and just kind of hang out in a restaurant and hang out with friends, and then you can go to another area. And uh, I I don't know, I could I could see like I could see why spending the five hundred you wouldn't be like bummed. How about seventeen hundred? Like people are asking. On I Craigslist. mean, that gets a little, <laughs> that gets a lot outrageous. It's, but it's all relative. That's once it's to sold like, out. Yeah, it's all relative to what you know, how much money you have in your bank account. I guess. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I liked the event a lot. I mean, I, I, yeah, I had a blast, and I was there at eight a.m. and I didn't leave till five. So, uh, yeah, ran into, you know, it's cool. Like the people, people watching is fun. Um, and just seeing a bunch of friends, I saw way more people than I thought I would. Uh, Adam from Avon's, Jono, um, 
I don't know, tons of people were yeah. there. Teal yeah, yeah. and Sarah and, you know, Clark and, and, uh, yeah, all kinds of people. It was really, I, I thought it was a, a really fun event. Um, and it's just, you know, every, they're handing out like par- those parasols everywhere and hanging it, handing out free the, the straw hats. And it's kind of cool that everything is free. I mean, you're paying 500. <laughs> right, right. Five, you're, it's not free at all. You're like trying <laughs> to get your money's worth, I guess. But I'm also not a like collector person or anything. So I didn't really grab any of the free tchotchkes. Like they give away yeah, these yeah. free little medallions and stuff and, and posters. Um, yep. I do have, I kind of have to mention that the poster was like one of the biggest design, graphic design offenses I've ever, like most awful, I never saw awful it. things I've ever, like. Send I, me a picture. It, let's just say, it, okay, it's it's just a mediocre photo of some car, dude. The bumper is touching the edge. So oh, the rear wait, bumper, is this the one that they, had the wavy quarter panel lane? That, uh, yeah, the one I sent you, are yeah, I sent you a yeah. close up of it. Yeah, that's it's the like, event poster, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like the they cut off. It's it's like exact. I wouldn't do this on Instagram, dude. I wouldn't post this picture on Instagram, let alone. Like as my lead photo for the quail, yeah. an event where people pay seventeen hundred dollars to go to it. Yeah, it's just the crop on the image is horrible. Yeah, as Lane is saying, it's yeah. like the, the car is like way off to one side, and the bumper is actually like cropped, like it's kissing the. It's edge. kissing. It's 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 the worst. Yeah, it's it's it's. Oh, uh, it's so <laughs> I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I I did I should have just taken one, but I took a picture of the poster. Um, yeah, but yeah. uh. Yeah, super. I'm trying to think what what else. Oh, dude, I had the. Cr- I mean, so we. I was with our friend racing Ali. You know, Ali. He's like, he's all about. Fuck, should I go talk? I'm gonna go talk to Jensen Button kind of thing, guy. You know, he's like, I'm gonna go talk to Ann instead. And I'm like, he's all want to come with me. I'm like, I'm good, dude. Um, so he goes. Basically, he had talked to I think Ann and Jensen, and they're like, oh, you have the Mexico or whatever. That's awesome. Then. Later on, Ant walks by, he's like, and he's with like a film crew or something or some guys. And he's like, that's a fucking Mexico, man. That's a fucking Mexico. Just like yelling, <laughs> that's a fucking Mexico at the show. Like the just, hell? he's all, yes, that's a fucking Mexico. And like just so hyped on it. Then later on, we're leaving and Ali's like, let's drive through the show. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, so we drive <laughs> through the show and Ant's like, Mexico, like yelling and stuff. And Ali's like, want to drive it? He's like, fuck yeah. So Ali gets out of the car. I'm in the passenger seat. And Ant Anstead jumps in and he drives around. He just like does a tour around the whole show, driving it <laughs> and like so revving random. it at everyone. And I'm just sitting awkwardly in the passenger seat as no photos, everyone's no, no like video. filming. I was just so trying to like have a small talk it was so awkward dude but he's like <laughs> yeah, so but funny. he's like basically doing a full like like i'm an entertainer kind of thing you know yeah, like right. one of those you know he's like you know what i'm saying dude it's just like yeah yeah so awkward dude and then everyone's he's like being the guy yeah and everyone's talking to him and then like he cruised by the singer booth and they're all stoked on it um and the guys from Singer <laughs> are like fuck yeah dude you know do a burnout they're all yelling do a burnout everyone's yelling do a burnout you're all please don't do a burnout. Oh, dude. Please don't do a burnout. <laughs> yeah. So that was the that was the end of my uh my my experience at the quail. And did uh, you talk to Jensen? 
I did not talk to Jensen. I was um, in the car. Ali didn't. Uh, I'm sure Ali did. Jensen, didn't. I, at one point I was taking pictures of the Radford and Jensen was like right there. And Jensen was like, I mean, he was like taking pictures and kissing babies and everything. It was like, yeah. It, um, and he seemed very, you know, he was, he was being very generous with everyone of his time. You know, he's like, Oh, sorry, mate, you're waiting. You know, well, I'll, I'll be one second, one second, you know, kind of thing. Like, uh, any, you know, yeah, like, any episode I, we get a, we get a British accent from Lane. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's all, hold on, bro. Let me get oh, it, bruv, now. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, bruv, now get me some tea and crumpets, please. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, um, boy. No, but it was, it, it, everyone, I don't know, that event, there was definitely more people than I thought there would be. I thought it was going to be even less, but I would say it's like the size of our last Radwood in NorCal. So like mm-hmm. 3,500, 4,000 people or something. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot of people around, but it, it wasn't like ever, You're. it's never crowded, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, cool. and it, just the, the whole environment was pretty good. Everyone seemed stoked and you see a lot of like, I didn't see any f- famous people that are famous for like, a- you know, actors or anything, but there was tons of famous car people. So like sure. Christian Van Koenigsegg is just chilling and he's oh, like, nice. he was watching the Remac presentation and as he's watching it, like the Remac guy, like throw, give us props to Christian. He's like, yeah. And I grew up watching this guy, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> nice. It was, it was cool, dude. It was like, the, you know, like, and then, uh, I saw, I saw your boy, uh, cheers RS walking around. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was a, it was definitely a fun event. I, right on. I would do it right. again. Okay. Oh, and then I yep. went to our friend Gen had a party afterwards uh Naveed put it on this time and uh that was that was super fun too they got like a bunch of pizzas and um there was the, there was some cool cars like parked there that after a day of looking at cars i barely looked at but that yeah for uh, sure ace I saw was pictures. driving that that baja that russell baja 911 which is pretty cool and um i don't know there's a cool 914 it's just some some pretty good stuff, you know. Yeah, very cool. Ferrari very FF, cool. that'd be a great. Uh, oh, we saw. Yeah, that'd we be saw a great. Aluso or FF would be a great car for the weekend. I know, there. such a perfect option. Yeah, yeah, we were actually talking about that. What would be the perfect car to kind of just cruise around in? And uh, I think we we were talking uh, Cullinan or. I don't know. Something like up high and really comfortable, but those mm-hmm. back seats in a colon I don't think are that great. Hmm. So yeah, it's a that's a good one. I'd kinda so I think I'd want a convertible though. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Bronco. You'd go Bronco. Oh, new Bronco. Eh. Dude, it's a Jeep. Yeah. It's a Jeep, dude. It's at that level. I know. You know? You Have know, you looked seen they're... the interior? The uh, convertible tops that they're putting oh. on their color match to hard tops, um, they all have flaws and they all need to be replaced right. or uh, deliveries aren't happening until they are. So there's just lots, you know, stacked full of them. I was reading a news story about it today. They can't deliver the cars because the, the hard tops are defective. Yeah, I've seen a so. few four doors driving around with the soft tops. It's not a good, I don't think they're good looking at all. That car is like, I, I remember when it came out, we were kind of all like, oh my God, it's so amazing looking. In person, I think it it really lets that it the details aren't there. 
I just don't think it's good looking at all. The two door definitely is like all right looking, but it's it just it's still like it's like a Wrangler. It it's almost like I want to say it's like a shittier Wrangler. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All I right. didn't, well, I didn't we'll see the interior. To... I saw I saw them uh, parked at at Laguna Seca, and I I liked it. I yeah. mean, I looked at it from like ten feet away. Like there's a bunch of people around them, and um, yeah. I think the aesthetically, like I like the overall design, but I didn't walk up to it really close um, to see all four the door or two door. I think there was both. I saw, yeah, there was a two door on the back, like, um, kind of like that little alley, be- like, um, like that leads to the, the, the fucking tchotchke store, <laughs> that would yeah, call it. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the one in the main display that was a four door. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I was both. Yeah. Oh, and then, um, there was a host of, uh, there was the new, um, Porsche thing. What's it called? That speedster. Gunther? Oh, the Gunther, Gunther works. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I I saw the uh, I saw the uh, the regular coupe at the Motul booth. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I was looking at the interior and stuff. I mean, like, yeah, they they do seem to really go all out with all the details. But I mean, I just I, I agree, man. The overall design is just not for me, man. It's it's just so bloated like looking and J C Whitney catalog. It's yeah. so trippy. And man. the the headlights, they do. I found out one thing: the headlights are too small for like the body kit they're putting on them, basically. And then they're mm. doing a black ring around the headlights, which makes them look even smaller. And it's kind of like mm. the wrong, the wrong way to go. They're also too detailed. I don't know. Yeah, and that car just, those cars just don't, don't do anything for me. Yeah, um, I think I do think that, I do think the Singer DLS has like grown on me. Yeah, I, I like it first. Since day I thought one. it was extreme. I know you, but, I know you, yeah. I know you hated me for it, but because <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah. I mean, but uh, the this the one thing I was gonna mention about the the Gunther Works is the only time I had seen one before, sort of close, was at SEMA. I remember, I think it was in the Maguire's booth when they had the red one under the lights, mm-hmm. and I described it as car- cartoony at the time. Yeah. Like I and think that's what it is. That's sort of my 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 description of it. Still, I think. I would yeah. Still call it cartoony. Very cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, car week in the books. Let's move on to trivia, shall we? Word. Trivia time. Wow. Two hour episode. How about that, boys? All right. Um, how old is the oldest pig? Whoa. We're going right into animals after all that. Like, um, is it still alive or like the oldest yeah. pig ever to live? Still alive. So is this the oldest oh, pig in of captivity? All- Obviously, there might be a natural. But is pig this that's the oldest doing- pig in captivity of all time, or the current you Guinness know? World Record holder? Okay, okay. okay. Hmm. Fifty-five. Hmm. And whoa, what's that? I don't you know. Said 55? Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Um, fifty-five. Strong. Strong. I'm going to say twenty-two. Dude, what are you a pig expert? No. Twenty three is the what? answer. Nice, Holla. dude. You are a good pig. <laughs> I'm a pig uh, guy. You're a pig, pig guy. You're a pigger. Uh, speaking <laughs> of a pigger, Guinness work, uh, World Records. Uh, a man has set the world record for the most uh, toilet paper rolls balanced on his head. Hmm. This is a Guinness World Record. Or whatever reason, uh, what what's the number of uh, TP say, like, on your two, noggin? Because I don't understand how you would even do that. No, <laughs> uh, it's also it's also in a shape of a pyramid. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is right. it really? 
Yeah, I mean, because you have to balance the first one, right? And then oh two, and then... Dude, I don't even <laughs> understand this at all. But I'm going to say 50. Okay, Art. Strong guess with the 50. Um, I'll say 80. 101. Whoa. It's a big pyramid, and then it goes back pyramid this That's way. They're so all like, bound? How do you... How? He's got him, uh, like cardboard between levels oh what that's that's not (laughs) allowed i mean the purists don't like it but that's that's who set it up that's the more important skill there right like you gotta have a good person that's putting them on there right like because otherwise they screw you up yeah or you yeah or is it all set up and then you just put it on his head oh like he holds it all up yeah yeah. i don't know I'm not going to watch the video. All I don't right. want to give him another click. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about the McLaren F1 sold for 20 million. Did you know that the bidding started at 10 hmm. million and the second bid was 16? Oh, wow. Whoa. And the estimate for the car was in excess of 15 million. So someone just went, flopped it out on the table, 16 mil, which is already an insane price. I like, like that that's guy. Like, yeah. And the car had the original tires on it. It's basically just been a museum piece wow. uh, for its whole life. And J- Japanese scuba uh, circuit uh, art, okay. that's where it was home track oh, was. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. So I think that this is going to continue being a museum asset piece thing, unfortunately, right? Never to be driven. I know. I think so, too. But uh, it was wild to see the original Goodyear uh, tires on it. I really and, don't like those um, tires. But anyways, probably. second bid, 16, which you'd think, like, holy shit. And it just went from there. So... That uh, didn't buy the car. But uh, on to a different type of auction. Uh, A 1909 Honus Wagner baseball card has sold at auction. It's reported to be the nicest one. Most of these are in um, graded as poor, authentic, or good at best. And this one is nicer than that out of 60 cards known to exist. Um, How much did it go for? Hmm. I don't know who Dude, those is, things whatever were, his name is. But. Those things were crazy for a while, and then I know they took a little dip. You don't know Honus Wagner? That is was it, You it, didn't it, collect baseball ca- cards Is this like Ty Cobb? Is that like a... No, who? this yeah, is... Yeah, yeah, Well, this is... This is like the most, like... This is the most expensive baseball card of all time. It's like oh, really? 1909. The Holy Grail of baseball cards. Okay. Not only is it the Holy Grail of baseball cards, it's the most expensive sports card of all time. Oh, shit. Um, 23 million. Uh... 30 mil. Wow. Well, not that expensive, but mm. uh, 6.6 million will buy you the nicest sporting card ever. Um, Let's that see. was beat that beat the uh, 1952 Mickey Mantle that sold in January for 5.2 million. Wow. That's crazy. So, and uh, let's see. you want to know real quick, this will blow your mind. Um, April, a 2003 Upper Deck Exquisite Collection LeBron James Rookie Card. Uh, I'm sorry, Rookie Jersey Card. I don't even know what that means. Um, also sold for 5.2 million. What, for a LeBron James? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. People are paying a million dollars for Nintendo 64, Lane. Well, NFTs, too. Like, basketball <laughs> NFTs are going for a million dollars. So This is the world we live in. What do I know? So, Well, that's why million. I thought you were going somewhere with the Honus Wagner after the well, car dude, saying there was one, m- i thought it would be more than the car that's that where was i was at. oh right no that's exactly where i, I was think at. i'm saying i'm saying like dude 6.6 6 million for one baseball card yeah 
It makes a twenty million dollar McLaren. I know, McLaren oh, one like a deal. So and then the second most expensive car at Gooding, I know, was like a Ferrari two fifty uh, competition. The competition it went for like ten point nine or something. And you're yeah. like, oh man, that's like barely more. Like, <laughs> I know. I need to look at all the prices. Realize that Gooding because that CLK GTR was insane. That that uh Rin speed car went for way over estimate. Dude, that that tannish yellow, that bamboo yellow two fifty. GT went for like five or four or something. It almost looks like a mm-hmm. deal. <laughs> you see, it's all relative. It's all relative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find because like can't, the, the like a month ago the I was CLK on my didn't sell. It didn't sell. That oh, was a no sell. sale. Oh, it was. Ah. Yeah. Um, uh, and that F40 brought really strong money. I think it was like two point six. Yeah. Or something. Yep. And it wasn't super nice. I mean, it wasn't like a mint mint one or anything. That's some wear. I've never. I've noticed most F40s are pretty have a lot of wear. It seems like yeah, like people used them. Yeah, the actually, um, what's his name? Um, Ali's friends is actually pretty nice. Yeah, compared to a lot of the one, you know, it's nicer than the one I saw. The it looks nicer than Isimi's car. Huh, crazy. Yeah, I have project car updates, but we'll get to it next time. My E30s in the shop and. Mighty Max stuff and all sorts of fun things. So, anyways, I'm sure we'll get to all that. Yeah, the last Next thing I was going to mention was um, um, a month ago or so, I was at my in-laws and there was this. I think I don't know if it was in Time or one of might have been Bloomberg. Uh, my my father-in-law had a mag there open, and on the table he was reading like how they value cards, like these uh, you know, sports cards, and uh, there was um, the jump is insane from like like very good condition to mint is like 10 X or something, you know, like the value is so crazy. And there's like all these little details that I never even thought about. Like also the way it's printed, like sometimes it's not perfectly centered or like, you know, like this particular thing was omitted or, you know, like there's all these, like obviously the erroneous ones sometimes can be even more valuable, right? Because they're anomalies. Like there's just all this trippy stuff. We talked about this. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. But yeah, absolutely. The color quality and the way it was printed and stuff is a big deal yeah so anyways 6.6 million will buy you one baseball card that's all you need to know mm-hmm. all right that's it and that's all see you next time all right later, later. see ya